Rizzo was ahead of his time. Bobby Digital. I mean, come on now. In '98. <laughs> I mean, I'm still waiting on somebody to tell me specifically how Zappin them wrote "Computer Love" in '80 whatever. Nigga, them lyrics was too real. Man, I was just thinking and shit. I was looking back at some of the shit from the from Nintendo. Some mm-hmm. of the gadgets and accessories from Nintendo from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Yo, niggas had a power glove, my nigga. Come on, dog. On eight bit. Fam, Computer Love came out in nineteen eighty five. I was one. My nigga, did you have the 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 NES the the little running pad? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, then we yeah. started cheating. It was on the ground, like yeah. I mean, it helped you beat the shit. Yeah, <laughs> but like a gun to shoot on the screen. Yo, nigga, yo, from Duck Hunt. Yo, Nintendo was wild with the accessories. Yeah, man. They, like, that's how Atari it? lost. Like in the 80s, you could fight Mike Tyson by punching at the screen in the glove. Mm-hmm. Niggas mm-hmm. can't do that now. Nah, I mean, I mean they again, got the, with Wii the Wii stick. Wii, yeah. yeah, but the Wii sticks is trash. And that was from Nintendo. Yeah, also a fact. <laughs> But I feel like that was a regression because the Wii I sticks to, don't even keep up with your arm like that. I used to have a PlayStation Wii, basically. I remember that. You know what I'm saying? I had them little yeah. the blue one and, a, and all that yeah. shit. Yeah. It didn't work as as well. Yeah, it didn't work yeah. as well, man. Low-key, I still have them. <laughs> oh, shit. You might be sitting on something, dog. A couple dollars, maybe. All right, man. Let's see what's going down, dog. I've been working this great shift And I ain't yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wish I me could too. Buy me a spaceship and fly I swear I do I I've been working this great shift This is what Dan be singing mm-hmm. I wish <laughs> I could Buy me a spaceship this is how Kevin started the episode, then that nigga went left. <laughs> man. Man. If my manager insults me again, I will be assaulting him. After I fuck the manager up, then I'm gonna shorten the register up. Let's go back, back to the gap. Look at my check, wantin' no scratch. So if I stole, what am I fault? Yeah, I stole, never get caught. They take me to the back and pat me. Asking me about some khakis, but let some black people walk in. I bet you they show off they token blackie. Oh, now they love Kanye. Let's put them all in the front of the store. So I'm on break next to the no smoking sign with a blunt in them all. Taking my hits, writing my hits, writing my rhymes, playing my mind. This fucking job can't help them. So I quit. Y'all welcome. This verse is amazing, nigga. Y'all can't match my hustle. You can't catch my hustle. You can't fathom my love, dude. Like yourself in a room. Doing five pots a day for three summers. That's a different world, like three summers. I deserve to do these numbers. The kid that made that deserves that made back. So many records in my basement. I'm just waiting on my spaceship. I've been working this Woo, shit, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 249 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything, a.k.a. I'm online looking for a literal king's throne from my living room. <laughs> look Only what I, this nigga. Look what I got so far. <laughs> Hold on. Let me show you what I got so far. Yeah. I, got, I got white. You feel me? <laughs> 
I don't want to spend twenty seven hundred. Yeah, no, nah, not not for the white boy. But I like this black. That all black is hard. Now, this shit that all black is tough. How much is that one? Twenty dollars. Okay, <laughs> well that's the direction you gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> we went from twenty seven to two hundred, nigga. Me? All right, man. This week we gonna review um shit. What we got? The shy and Flatbush, man. Our Showtime shows. Hey, speaking of Showtime. <laughs> Just read that Jesus and Miro are leaving. Hold there, heard there's an opening. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I heard there was an opening. <laughs> I mean, it seems like stars are starting to align a little bit, don't it? Like Showtime coming at us, nigga. We ain't we ain't land on Showtime, nigga. Showtime. They landed on us. Shit, I got we got three people for you. Hey <laughs> man, we we really had come through Showtime and show them what's good, man. But uh, more on that later. In the meantime, want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody fucking with us week to week. Um. Yo, man, shout out to y'all who hit me up like I work for Stars and said, ain't no P-Valley this week? I was like, no, nigga, if you don't see it, I ain't, yeah, I ain't got it. I'm about to say, you know, we don't got no special connects. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Like, sometimes we do. P-Valley never came on when I told it to. Nigga. Like, I looked for it just like y'all. It wasn't there. Um, still going to talk a little bit about it, man. Nothing crazy. But uh, before we get to that. You got some shit going on in the culture that I wanted to um to get to. First things first. Ah, Jason. Freaks all the <laughs> You see your man got married? Yeah, man. Uh Lawrence, um, shout out to uh what's his real name? Jay. Yeah, Jay Ellis, man. Shout out to him. He just got married. Congrats. J A Y ass nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just got married. Um niggas like, yo, he turned the comments off because he married a, a white girl. I'm like, nigga, I would have too, nigga, fuck y'all. But now they going to his other pictures to leave comments and shit. The internet is ruthless, dog. I'm so, yeah. I, hey, man. I want to give, I want to be mean, but I'm not going to be mean. Hey, man. But y'all be mean as hell on internet. Y'all mean as fuck, dog. Jay Ellis ain't did nothing. Y'all ain't even know he went with this lady, man. Now he didn't got married and cut his comments off because he know y'all full of shit. And y'all niggas creeping to his other pictures. Like, why y'all on the insecure finale pick going hard? <laughs> like, what the fuck that is that? Wrong? Like, dog, man. The internet is a wild place. Um, yo, speaking of Issa, uh, finally, <laughs> rap shit premieres this week. July 21st, um, Thursday. It'll be on HBO Max, man. We definitely gonna talk about it. I don't I don't know enough about the show to know if it's gonna be reviewable every week, but definitely gonna speak about it when it premieres. I figure it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's Issa, so credit will be given just and, off that. I mean, I fuck with rap shit. I mean, come on, dog. We'll come up here and spit bars for two hours and let y'all really know. Um, but rap shit will premiere this Thursday on HBO Max. Check it out. Uh oh. That's what I was about to talk about. The motherfucking nope. Yeah. So, our contact at the theater is not there. Somebody else got back at us. And the nigga was kind of rushing us a little bit. That nigga was like, yo, nigga. He said a bunch of bullshit. The prices ain't necessarily different, but we ain't have enough time. And he couldn't book it till it was at least a week before the premiere. So, I'm like, nigga... You, you basically giving us seven days to book it and fill it up, which yeah, it's easy. Not the most impossible shit, but I'm also like, eh, whatever. I'm gonna email dog back today. It's on. It's it's Friday. It's Friday. So this is my thoughts. I'm thinking, I right, instead of a premiere, maybe we do a giveaway. What you mean? Like the first motherfucker to hit us with a DM 
on this part of the pod, first listener to DM us and say voice note. DM too, mm, easy. too easy. DM too easy. I don't even know what you're about to say. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Matter of fact, first voice note that we get. That's not. But hold up. Hold up. No. 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 Let's open this shit up though. Okay. Because if we're doing a giveaway, I can buy y'all tickets anywhere. True. That. This ain't Detroit base. True. That. First listener to send a voice note when this pod drops and says, "Nope." That's all you gotta say. Don't say shit else. Well, maybe say your name and your, your handle <laughs> and your handle, <laughs> but don't say shit else. But nope, say your nope. But say you, your your but, insta handle. But you gotta say it like E forty. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta say it like forty. These is very specific rules. And if you don't know how that is, yeah, then figure it out. And if you don't know how it is, by the time you go Google it and YouTube it, somebody didn't already beat you. But hit us up with a voice note. Say nope. And then leave your social media handle, your name, and the city. This is very important. The city that you currently reside in. And I will personally buy you two tickets this weekend to go see Nope. Yo, this is insert whoever your name yeah. is from North Carolina. Nope. No, that's it. I ain't even want to give it to y'all. I ain't even want to give y'all. Just let us know your name, your handle. What city you in and say nope. And I got you on two tickets this weekend. Um, whatever city you in. It's the first time. This is exclusive because we be leaving out a lot of niggas when we do our uh, our premieres and our screenings and all that. So this time, I got whoever. If it's a local listener that hits us first, bet. If they're in Chicago, they're in L.A., whatever the fuck, we're going to get the tickets from your preferred theater. And I'm sending you and one person who you fuck with to the movies this weekend, um, either Friday or Saturday. I'll work with whoever wins this so we can coordinate the day because um, I know tickets are starting to go on sale and shit. But, yeah, man, that's going to be the new thing for this time around. So, sorry for the screening, niggas, but they're not finna rush me. But check this out. We still may just go watch the movie together. We still might just do a well, screening of like- anything, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Me and Jay going to go see the movie this weekend. For sure. We'll coordinate when we're going. And if you just want to pull up and go see the movie with us, come on down, nigga. But like on some This Week in Culture shit, we can still watch the movie and have a discussion in real life, even if it's not this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. No, this can definitely happen. Because here's the thing. We're going to see this movie this weekend. Nigga. I have to see the movie a few times. Yeah. It's going to happen. Trust me. But before we review it and give you all that. Feel free to come fuck with us at any point. We in the studio all the time. Y'all know the vibes. We can meet y'all somewhere. We can have a This Week in Culture outing and just go somewhere and drink some fucking drinks and kick it about the movie, dog. But either way. Yeah, I'm on vacay after yeah. this week, so, you know. You still heading to our... Uh, yeah, the end of next week. Next week. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, man. So, either way, we going to do that, but remember the rules to the contest. First person to send a voice note. Oh, I guess y'all need to email for the voice note. This week in culture pod at gmail.com. There you go, man. If you don't know that, your whole perspective is whack. Maybe you'll love it when I don't buy you no fucking tickets, nigga. All right, man. So that's that. Um, what else we got going on? Oh, speaking of nope, Daniel Kaluuya. Did you see he confirmed he won't be in Black Panther 2? Uh, no, I did not see that. Yeah. But like his character is not needed. Yeah, yeah, wasn't the most needed. But he said it was actually a, a scheduling conflict with Nope. They was filming at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Nigga, I got the role where I'm the lead, or the role where I'm like the fucking fifth lead." 
Love Black Panther, love Marvel. Y'all niggas have a good night. Yeah, like I don't. I don't I'm gonna go do my Jordan Peele film for the nigga who put me on. Like I don't need. Yeah, it's Black Panther, and still don't really know the direction they're going anyway. I'll be honest with you, dog. Um, I don't. I guess this is Phase Five of Marvel. Mm. Uh, like after Endgame, like Endgame stopped. That's like a whole generation. Yeah. And now yep. it's the, it's the, it's all the new Marvel. I'm not feeling it. Yo, um, none of these movies. It's the last one you seen. Some of the shows. Yeah. It, I, mm, it's the I, last movie you seen. Uh, did you catch a uh, Doctor Strange? Okay, I haven't watched Thor yet. Haven't watched Thor. Um, I've heard nothing good about Thor. Yeah, I didn't like nothing. Um, and here's the thing: I've I liked one out of the what three Thors that there have been so far. Yeah, um, like Thor wasn't any. Yeah, he, he was never like never that liked. one for me anyway. But one of them I thought was really good. I like that they said they taken a direction with Tessa Thompson. She gonna start being more like lead in the Thor story. Well, all the women um, in Marvel was about to, yeah. about to do the whole woman thing. They kind of going in the wrong direction, dog. Um, Doctor Strange was okay. Yeah, Doctor Strange was cool. It was okay. Matter of fact, Spider-Man was cool. Oh, Spider-Man. Uh, uh, Spider-Man was great. Yeah, I enjoyed Spider-Man. I will say that. But, but I also think that they fucking hit it perfectly with this Spider-Man. Like, I think that nigga's nailing it, dog. And because of COVID, these movies aren't coming out in order. Doctor Strange is supposed to come out before Spider-Man. Facts. Facts. Uh, but... Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Marvel ain't doing great. The shows. I'm mm. not feeling Miss Marvel. <laughs> it's not for my demographic. <laughs> it's super duper kid. Yeah, friend. yeah. Um, like Moonlight was cool, but how does that fit into everything? The Eternals. It doesn't. Was, the Eternals was trash. Yo, Eternals was double trash because y'all waited. Like that was supposed to come out in 2020, and then y'all niggas. Held and I fell asleep yeah. on the Eternals seven times. <laughs> I have not watched that movie all the way through from beginning to end. I fell asleep on that shit seven times. That's dog. funny as fuck, man. Um, well, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya, I'm not mad at you not being in the second Black Panther because here's the thing I don't know. Obviously, we're gonna see the Black Panther, but I don't know the direction that they're taking it because we've made some real like suggestions for like what they nigga, should do. How you gonna kill a, the, the lead character off camera? You just gonna start with him dead? Yeah, no the the Black Panther won't be there. What kind of shit is that? It's gonna be his little sister, and I'm like, all right, yeah, y'all. Oh, what well, a comic shit, book and da 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 da. But I'm like, yo, yeah. that wasn't the direction y'all were going. That comic book shit. That that's six years down the line. That's what I'm saying. Dog. Like that wasn't the direction y'all were headed. Once Chad passes, rest in peace to the God. Um. Yo, Daniel Kalula, I'm out this month. Same way we said about the shy, which we're gonna talk about later. Just continue the story you were telling. You don't have to shift and pivot away. You don't act like you don't have to act like this real life. Facts. Because we know like these is made up characters. These are actors. (laughs) They actors. You could have replaced Jason Mitchell with somebody. Come on, huh? It's just story going. It's it's not. I know it's gonna be weird for a second. Yeah, yeah. No, people, but folks will get used to it. New Aunt Viv and shit like that. Did we not get used to Aunt Viv? Come on now We got you. We got used to A whole new Ultimate Warrior Come on dog Come on man <laughs> Nigga died eight times <laughs> Two different undertakers Come on man Come on now Paul Barry Just walking out With <laughs> different niggas Other nigga was a redhead <laughs> What is Oh man um, The Undertakers Fought each other <laughs> Yo Shout out to Cheyenne Nigga The Undertakers Fought each other Like what <laughs> Two Undertakers oh, shit. Fought each other And you didn't know Who was who Oh speaking of Cheyenne 
is the homie still shook? Man, y'all niggas weak. Cause shit, hold up, dog. I, I think her and my nigga dirtbag might be shook. Yo, niggas be talking, man, like, like and they, they came at us greasy. Niggas be talking like they wanted. Cause nigga, nigga, we was at work chilling that day. My nigga, I, I tell you how I know y'all can't fuck with me. Mm. Not only did I watch the movie mm. all the way through. Then I watched the director cut. Come on, with him talking all the way through. So I watched it twice. Back Come on, to back. I'm better than you. At Come this on, shit. man. Fuck you the don't slice. got the, I want the pie. You don't got the inf- You ain't do the. You ain't do the information. You ain't got the information, Dame. <laughs> you ain't got the answers, Shay. I know you hate Shay. Yo, you ain't got the answers. Yo, yo, man. Yo, it's so. What's funny. the name of your review pie? We don't know. <laughs> I did, but on a lower level. <laughs> and it ain't no, and it ain't no culture though. It ain't no culture though. Ain't no hole up, dog. Ain't no. They try to re. Ain't no reschedule. So look, man, if you've been fucking with the pod long enough, you know that uh, me and Jay have been prepared for battle for some years now to battle Dame and Cheyenne in a belly pod review. They think Belly is the worst movie ever made. Me and Jay here to correct all that shit. But them niggas is running scared. That's we was supposed to have did this last week. Last Thursday. Then Cheyenne came in with the little bullshit. Oh, no, I need to reschedule because I might not know right up until the last <laughs> minute. I'm like, fam, you acting like we need to rent the studio. Jay owned them up. Come on now. It don't matter what time it come is. Come on, man. Jay got the key. Dame got the key. Like, we could come, dog. It don't matter. Then she ain't said a word since. You know. We done sent her mad mob deep. You shook gifts. She ain't said a fucking word, man. So, look, Cheyenne. I mean, hold up, son. <laughs> hold up, son. Word. I mean, what's the first shop talk? If you if you fuck with me in a Come long on, way, man. pause. Come on, man. I know shop talk first intro song was shook ones. Do Come we on, gotta man. go to the? Hold up, son. Word. Yeah. To all the killers and the hundred dollar billers. For real, because who ain't got no feelings? Real potters who ain't got no feelings, man. Got Cheyenne stuck off the infamous, nigga. Um, look, y'all suck, and that's just what it is. And y'all don't want to get in here and pie with the gods. Let me text these. I don't want to review with the dudes because y'all know y'all gonna come up here and get lit up, nigga. Fuck the slice. I want the pie. Why ask why till we fly? Watch us all stand in line for a slice of the devil's pie, nigga. Drugs and thugs, women, wine, three or four at a time. Y'all don't even know the lyrics, nigga. My nigga, do you know Fam. how much I listen to that shit? Come on, dog. <laughs> Fam, I was so mad when I bought the soundtrack and it wasn't the version from this fucking movie, dog. That's my biggest belly gripe, bro. What's so funny is this, this when I was watching the movie again, yeah. because, you know, the game did that song over on his mm-hmm. last album. Yep. And I totally forgot about the new one. Yeah, so that new Devil's Pie is tough. When that, when that shit dropped with Game, that's a tough. I mean, sample, when I dropped, dog. when I was watching Belly, I was like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, that's a great sample, dog. That's a very underrated song too, man. Um, hold up, hold up. Come on, come on. Shook, we want to smoke. Oh, come okay. on, come on. Y'all Can you drop switch ones? Switch your demeanor. demeanor. <laughs> we, we don't, don't believe you. you. You need more people. Yeah, you gonna need more than Dame Cheyenne. Better come up here with fucking Nas himself, nigga. Alright. Uh oh. Speaking of Queen shit, shook ones. Shout out to Mob D, shout out to Prodigy, shout out to Queens, nigga. Uh Supreme Team, you finished that doc? Yeah, I did. Dog. I enjoyed the doc. 
it was short. So I watched the first two and somehow thought it was the first three. Mm. Um, did they all drop at the same time? No. Okay, maybe no. it was only two available at the time. When you I first watched, watched them, yeah. But I watched the third one and... Um, How'd you enjoy it overall? So feeling? I thought it was a really good doc. I can appreciate them having uh, Prince and Supreme calling Fact. from jail. Fact. That's that's like major. <laughs> like salute to Nas on it. And I thought Nas did a good job. Um, I know he EP'd it, but narrating and kind of walking us through everything. Um, enjoyable doc. I will say as a nigga who like studies them legendary crime figures, I didn't learn a ton. Of new info oh, Nigga I didn't learn nothing Yeah That's 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 the only place That I But I'm like And I said this on Twitter For niggas who don't know The story of the Supreme Team This is a phenomenal doc To get What's you the all story? the info Nigga Niggas sold drugs And went to jail But here's the thing What's all the niggas story You know what I'm saying Like from back then You was Like I So listen Yeah yeah uh, I was having a conversation why are we so fascinated with this shit? Man. You wanna know why? Because I'm saying like we not that we should or we shouldn't be, yeah, but yeah. like literally, why are we so fascinated with the crime shit? I'll tell you why I think. I think for a lot of us, and when I say us, I don't just mean our generation. I'm talking our parents, our older siblings, our older cousins, our uncles, aunts, whatever. These was the first black millionaires niggas seen. You know what I'm saying? It's in that celebrity infatuation that we have now with social media where everybody looks rich and looks the part. Back then, it wasn't no fucking social medias. It was, yo, these niggas coming through with the Jeeps down the block with the Dapper Dan's on with the it was the first sort of like like I I don't want to say wealth. I mean, cause like when you think about it, there was kids. Yeah. They yep. was younger, and it was other young kids. Who saw it and thought it was dope. and thought it was that shit, nigga? You don't know no millionaire. You're a fucking kid. Yeah, you don't know a yeah. nigga with a lack of like. But it, I, I really do think that it's something to niggas from the hood seeing niggas in the hood with that type of shit. Cause think about Detroit. Detroit is one of them. Like I feel like any nigga in Detroit, it don't matter if that nigga sell people. If that nigga get rich off it, dog, niggas is gonna idolize. Dog. But I did know. I didn't know Queens was the wealthy. Place where all the black people own their cribs at. Yeah, you know, yeah, because we hear Queens Bridge. Yeah, and then you hear South Jamaica. Like so, this is a threat, and apparently to this day, yeah, the largest population of black people on on Huntership mm -hmm. niggas had money already. Yeah, it shouldn't have been because yeah. like in the dock at least they going through different neighborhoods, nice houses. Mm -hmm. You not you ain't you ain't. It ain't all projects. It's not all projects. Yeah. Dirt poor. Where like oh I gotta see something in order. Yo, nigga, this is a nice ass neighborhood. Yeah. It's some big ass houses with some affluent black people yeah, who like doing not, good. You're not in a poor area, so yeah. to speak. Now, you in a, a really good middle to upper middle class area for most of y'all. Like y'all moved there because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. like like at the time when Southfield was just getting this Southfieldness. Yeah, and like you didn't grow up like yeah, man. I I, I just don't see it, so I gotta I gotta get it out the mud. Like nigga, yeah. you living in you like nigga, y'all have a beautiful home. Like, but so this is what I want, and I even I caught myself doing this shit when they when they misspoke on a on a pod and said that uh, the New Jack City was loosely based off of uh, the I mean, off the Supreme Team. Yeah, yeah, like, nah. We we went through that a bunch of times, but then I was like, 
why do I even think that's a point to make? Yeah, like, like something to correct. Yeah, like yeah. no, my nigga, that's us. Yeah, like why do I want that? But then to be? you know what's fucked up though, because like with that, right? When will when will correct? Yo, New Jack City wasn't based off this; it was based off that. It's it's Detroit shit. It's Chambers, but it's all that. Like even the article, yeah, yeah, written by the person who wrote the movies. Come on, literally Come on. confirmed said. all that shit. Regardless. But whatever. Um, but the wild part is. I think what we try to do, not in like a glorification way, I think what we try to do is like highlight, all right, not only were these niggas making money, these niggas was innovative in a lot of the ways they moved. These niggas wasn't just selling. And it's like, yeah, all right, you ain't sell drugs on the corner. You sold it through a whole building apartment operation. But But it's like, damn. But in every single one of the stories, Mm -hmm. everybody was innovative. Yeah. So wasn't nobody innovating. Everybody was doing the same shit. Yeah. Well. Because, like, innovative as in. Well, in that case, Chambers Brothers was innovative. And then everybody just copied. Oh, shit, because that worked. You know what I'm saying? The same way with YBI. Yo, grab a bunch of young kids. Put them out there. Niggas get caught up. They ain't serving but a couple minutes in juvie. And they coming home. Then everybody goes and copies that. And it's like, all right. Because, like, even during this. During this doc, mm-hmm. and all, this could this it doesn't necessarily have to be about the Supreme Team. Yeah, yeah, not at all. But in all these docs, it's this air of confidence, yeah, and this happiness that niggas got the money, yeah, and was able to do this shit, and then we just gloss over all the destruction. And that's why I think it was very important that they kept showing Supreme and Prince calling from prison. No, fuck them, Nick. Not fuck them. But yeah, like, yeah, I, I get, get I what, what happened to them. Yeah, individually. But crack is the worst yeah. thing to happen no, to the No, and that's why I'm country. saying them calling from prison is important because I need y'all to know where this ends up. Like, them even, niggas had two choices. They'd either been calling from prison or not calling because they did. That's all, but that's an individual consequence. What I'm saying, folks who didn't go to prison when your parent was a crackhead mm-hmm. or addicted to coke or meth or whatever the fuck they was selling, it destroyed a community. Mm-hmm. And like several, but, but we just be like, yeah, man. But they had, and y'all was murdering, murdering, uh, right? It's like they they alluded to it, like, yo, when somebody come up, we'll make sure that we was the number one people around, uh, and they show like one dead body. Yeah, uh, no, like y'all was like murdering. Yeah, uh, and most of these drug organizations is, but like we be like, yo, but look at the cars, look at the clothes. But that's if you think about it, that's by design, my nigga. Because look at how we learned about all this shit with shows like American Gangster and, and movies like American Gangster and movies like Paid in Full and all this shit where, where they're based about or around real people and real stories and real destruction, right? But when we learned about them, it's, yo, look at this Oscar-nominated film that Denzel is. Look at look at Dame coming out with one of the greatest independent films ever made, like most successful even. Um, and like we're we're idolizing this shit. It's niggas who don't even fucking separate uh, Rico from Alpo. And what I didn't like about this mm-hmm. is they started talking about the history of Queens, mm-hmm. cops being bad, the cops shooting that ten year old boy. And like somehow they went from that to, and that's why I started selling drugs. Yeah. Like, yeah. huh? I mean, that wasn't an exact statement. Yeah. But it, it That'd seemed, be the transition though. It seemed like y'all was like, so since this was messed up and the cops did it, we started selling drugs. Yeah. Like what was the transition from a 10 year old kid get shot in the back by a cop and then now y'all selling drugs? Yeah. Like, yeah. huh? 
It's nasty, dog. It's nasty as fuck. Because but, on the emotional level, you like, man, fuck that shit, dog. That's fucked up. Yeah. But they did, and then they just slide in. But I think, and we've we've talked about this shit all the time. Even with most of the shows that we review, right? We get crack fatigue because everything is about that. But I think the reason everything is about that. Is because, nigga, it don't matter how many fucking different ways we tell that story. It don't matter how similar all these niggas' stories were. Whether it's fucking YBI, BMF. But we love these stories. It's the sing- and it's fucking wild. It's probably the single most destructive thing that has happened to us. Post-slavery. So, so that's, it's probably the reason we talk about it so much. Because it's such an important moment. Yeah. But we just, we just look <laughs> at it. Like, so Snowfall, right? Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily highlight the money spending because ain't nobody really spending money like that. Uncle Auntie was getting off their shit for the first time this season. And they do kind of. And we see it with outfits. We, we ain't, yeah. And they do kind of talk a little bit more about, yo, this is really the CIA mm-hmm. and some mm-hmm. illegal shit because that's where all the shit coming from. But it don't like blame them for it. Yeah. I yeah. want to see some shit that say no. It's day fought. Yeah. And I think um, Snowfall, and maybe because it's a show that's had five really successful seasons um, with the sixth one on the way, but Snowfall, in my opinion, has done the best job highlighting not just the destruction, but all the potential consequences, right? Like, not just, yo, you die or go to jail, but... Nigga, you create familial enemies. You you lose your father, who was a, a addict behind some of this shit. You lose your, your girlfriend slash best friend next door neighbor who became an addict and then in her recovery couldn't even be there. Then we seeing what happened with cops. Like, Snowfall literally hits you with every corner of the consequences surrounding that era and that drug era and that crack and post-heroin era, dog. But... I do think that most of this shit gets glorified because for whatever reason, dog, nigga, we love fucking money, bro. We love money. We love money. And we'll try to hide it and say some shit like, yo, I love the underdog. No. Like, oh, I will say another thing I did. Uh, this is another thing I didn't realize. Because hmm. when that was popping off, like in real life, some people can argue with this. Yay. And some people argue with nay. Mm-hmm. Like Queen started rap. Facts. Like they started the yeah. genre of music that yeah. we know, nineteen seventy whatever, yeah, like they started, or that's where it started. From. That's yeah. where it, it started on a block in Queens. Yeah, yeah. And when the rappers came out, they was idolizing the biggest dope dealers in Queens, mm-hmm. and like y'all used to dress how Dr. Dre dressed on that first album cover. Yeah, yeah. And then when Run DMC came out. From Queens, mm-hmm. like no, we want to dress like them niggas, yeah. and which influenced rap. And I, I think maybe the rap got its violent drug affiliated thing because the people who started it was in an area where they looked up to that specifically. Yeah. I mean, I LL said it verbatim right there on on his scene in episode one of Supreme Team where he's like, "Yo, nigga, we got our style from them. Them niggas was the ones getting. They was the superstars in the hood." So we got, as rappers, our style from them. You look at Curtis Blow sitting right on that stage. Nigga, Curtis Blow went from, to your point, dressing like Dr. Dre and them with the fucking flashy, glossy, 
all that little glittery ass fits on. And then Curtis Blow shit kind of changed up a little bit. Niggas lost them big ass sunglasses and all that little flashy shit. Because, yo, the niggas in the block or on the block who got the real stardom, those is the dudes who we idolizing as rappers. Those are the images that we want to, I mean, unfortunately... Those are the images we want to portray. We want to look like them niggas. Because if we go out and look like them niggas, we become the superstars. Because in the early parts of this shit, all them dope boys were the superstars. That's just a fact. So it's wild, man. Um, I do think, and again, it's. I know that art imitates life. So a lot of the stories that we're going to get about black people unfortunately will be from that crack era it's just it's clearly no way around it and based over the last few years it's a successful genre right like we can go back and pull stories the but genre. i'm like man i'm interested to see if some other story because yo it's like niggas think drugs got sold in la new york and thanks to bmf we get metro detroit nigga Nah, how many motherfuckers in D.C.? They don't even say D.C. name, dog. I know they be like, come on, my nigga. We had, we Rayful had. Edmund is somewhere. He like, hello. He rolling in his grave. Like, I mean, hang on. But I'm like, dog, it's, it's niggas on the, from, note, from D.C., from Baltimore. Like, nigga, what about us? Hello? Side note, when What's I that? say niggas rolling in their grave, they don't even got to be dead. They no, don't. I, they I, don't. I have no idea if he's not here yeah. or not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. Rayful Edmund is dead. Somebody can correct me from the pod. It just be funny either way. When a nigga alive is rolling, <laughs> like that, nigga Rayful Edmund, like nigga, I was making like three hundred mil a year. <laughs> Talk about me, Donnell like, Rollins Daly was out here balling. Come on, nigga, you know like he was a king, man. Dog, I read about it. I feel like I heard him say it. Yeah, that's why I found and it. Then and then I read that. about it, dog, and it was like, wait, what? Like who knew, nigga? But it's like, yeah, it's so many other areas where niggas was getting to it, and we just like, nope. L.A., New York, them not only two niggas had crack. It's like, come on, dog. The nigga Alpo had a whole fucking war with D.C. based on how he came in moving, dog. Because it was niggas in D.C. born and raised there who had already established how they was fucking moving, and then this nigga came in on some violent shit and turned the fucking whole nigga. D.C. was the crack capital of the world. Literally And they don't barely talk about it bro It's just weird But it's also wild Cause it's like I don't necessarily want them To talk about Facts. it And make films on it But it's I don't know man I, I go back and forth With that shit Well I tell you man Them niggas was so happy What's, what's wild was The current mayor Of New York City Was a part of the Seven Crowns Man Man uh, Eric Adams That nigga like Yeah I was down yeah <laughs> And the leader was like Yeah we remember that nigga Yeah Eric Adams was not Shit dog The judge He said the most poignant shit to me That nigga said When well, I used to go get my hair cut on 140 whatever Nigga said I always told the barber Nigga Keep my chair facing the door And I had my hand on my gun Cause I knew them niggas was coming at me Cause at the time I was a prosecutor And I was putting all them niggas away Yeah Nigga that's a wild way to get a cut Hey nigga when you the, the prosecutor And you live a block away From the head nigga Come Y'all on. in his neighborhood Come And my on. man feel, Seemed like he just found out He was Come like on. Oh shit That's why he was going at us We was in his neighborhood Bro Can you imagine like Going to law school Becoming a prosecutor Becoming a judge And like your neighbor Is like the biggest Coke dealer Crack dealer In the fucking world And you done did all this shit To attain Your success And all this nice shit And then you look over Every day And it's like Oh hey neighbor you sell crack Like that's just not It's like that Chris Rock joke Like nigga It's me Mary J 
Jay Z in a dentist, nigga. <laughs> like not, a, not the best dentist. He, he in ain't the, world. the greatest dentist ever yeah. made, nigga. <laughs> like he a regular ass dentist, dog. All right, man. Check out uh, Supreme Team on Showtime currently streaming. All three episodes available now, man. Let us know what y'all think. Um, yo, I saw a movie the other day, and it was by mistake because I went to go see Jurassic Park. Wasn't no fucking tickets available when I got to the theaters, so we ended up kind of popping in on a movie that's about to be on Netflix this Friday. It's called The Gray Man. Ryan Gosling, um, Billy Bob Thornton, bunch of people who faces, you know. Yo, if you're looking for just a straight-up action film, well done, great story. Chris Evans was in this shit. Um, that nigga as... Not Captain America is phenomenal. I want him to be evil in everything he in. Uh, Chris Evans killed this shit. The Gray Man. It'll be on Netflix this Friday, the twenty second. Check it out. Entertaining as fuck. I saw it in the theater. I think it probably would be better at the crib. Um, either way, shit was amazing. It was good action. It kept the pace. The whole movie. It never really slowed down, man. Good fucking film. Go check that out. Uh, either at your local theaters or this Friday when it hit Netflix. Um, I feel like it was something else. Oh, shit we watching, dog. I hit Jay about this shit. Currently, Apple is fucking winning. I, I just want to let niggas know that Apple came through. 52 Emmy nominations? <sighs> Come 52? on, 52. 52. These is HBO numbers, nigga. Come on, dog. In real life. These is HBO numbers. Apple TV Plus is winning, my nigga. Um... Blackbird, currently streaming on Apple, starring Ray Liotta. God bless. God bless the dead. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Um, this shit is phenomenal, dog. It's been three episodes so far. I watched each episode twice just to really catch what the fuck is going on. Um, short synopsis: It's about a dude who gets arrested for selling drugs, and he facing a lot of time. And his father's a former cop. So his father ain't really dealing with him facing all this time well. And basically he gets offered the chance. If he can get a cellmate in a max security prison to confess to these other crimes that they think he did and lead the cops to these bodies that they're looking for, they'll let this nigga walk free and clear. But he has to agree to go to the maximum security. He in jail for selling drugs, nigga. You're not a max security nigga, dog. So he got to go to this maximum security prison, go talk to this fucking potentially psycho killer nigga and try to get him to confess. This shit is phenomenal. The acting is great. Ray Liotta just going crazy, nigga, as the dad. It's really fucking good, man. Blackbird on Apple TV Plus. Check that out. Um, the old man is amazing. I just want to keep pointing that out. So I'm I'm all caught up. Caught up on the old man, yo. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert on the old man. It's a spoiler alert, but not a spoiler alert. But it's a spoiler alert. I so get that. Jump thirty seconds. Hit the thirty second thing, Majiggy, twice. Okay. I thought he was the old man. Man, man, because when he old, <laughs> he is not the old. Man. At the end of the episode, it was like when someone. Re- I thought yeah, he was the old yeah. man. Yeah That fucked me up Yeah Spoiler is over Yo Welcome back Yo the old man Phenomenal Phenomenal It's just excellent TV Um That's what FX 
Hulu FX um, Fuck with the old man uh, I told y'all about a show called The Bear on Hulu FX um, The Bear got nominated for a bunch of Emmys uh, And it got announced season 2 on the way So that's happening um, I feel like I'm watching something else That was really fucking fun Oh, back to Apple TV If you're looking for something a little lighter Something funny um, Loot Starring Hold up Before I fuck up her name Cause Old girl daughter Yeah 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 Um Sums it Maya Rudolph Yeah Maya Rudolph Loot starring Maya Rudolph Um And a bunch of people Who faces you know MJ Rodriguez If you watch Pose I'll be honest Uh Apple has so much Content I have I am not caught up Oh no It's too much It's it's, It's too much And I remember it Being the conversation Where like They don't have enough To keep up with Insert all insert, the other insert. yeah yeah it's too much for me now I haven't seen everything but well, here's the thing they had to load up I used to watch I used to be able to watch every single thing they dropped because initially it was the servant it was our shit with uh Steve Carell yeah, it was like five yeah six. and they were coming like like you might get four episodes of one before the next one started yeah. so you was able to stay caught up with everything it's but lot. now fam they got a show on there it's worth the little four ninety nine I pay for it facts. Um, they got a show on Apple TV right now that is called Now and Then. Nigga, 95% of the show is in Spanish. It's got Rosie Perez and a bunch of uh, Latinx actors. Oh, they had one other show that looked good, but it was in a different language. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I can't. Fam, <laughs> these are all like, it's about basically this group of friends who's from Miami, but they're all Latinx and... They speak in Spanish the majority of the show. I watched every episode of this shit and been sitting there like just deeply enthralled. Nigga, it's that good that I'm sitting up here watching a fucking Spanish series, bro. Apple TV is killing y'all niggas. I just want to throw it out there, bro. It's worth the four. It's happening, dog. It is definitely worth the four ninety nine. You know what ain't worth the nineteen ninety nine? Netflix, nigga. They gonna have to figure something out real quick for the so subscription fu- get canceled. What's dog. so funny is um I got a, a a a fire stick and I paid a mm, mm-hmm. thirty bucks and then got everything on that motherfucker. Yeah. Even the Netflix shit be on that bitch. Yeah. Um so I don't know. Well look, you know my little piracy app, it grabbed most of the shit that come out, including the Netflix shit. So it's like And I'm figuring ways around this. And, uh and what you call that shit we be watching? P Valley and all yep, that yep, shit be yep, on there. Like, yeah. I, now I do got the Hulu yeah. with the ESPN shit, mm-hmm. Disney. I got whatever, that package. Whatever. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, I I got YouTube TV. Yeah, I really enjoy YouTube TV. You've said that because the shit just work everywhere. It's just smooth. Yeah, but if I don't got to spend the sixty five dollars, I mean, what? come on, man. You know, what come saying? on, man. I um. You know me. I also got the little you know little Stoli Rolly package, man. I, I, so. I actually added up what I pay in TV cost. With all my apps and everything like that, mm-hmm. it's fucking ridiculous. Mm. Like, I didn't even realize how much I was paying. So what's funny? I remember when I posted a uh, little meme on Facebook with Captain Planet, and it was all the apps and shit. 
And the shit ended up going viral And I had 10,000 motherfuckers telling me Nigga you a whole ass nigga If you just uh, get on somebody else Hulu Or you pay the Netflix They pay the Hulu But I'm like okay, I'm Boy y'all y'all sound broke nigga. You, can, you can borrow mine I'm not using yeah, yours Yeah like what I look like A brokey <laughs> nigga You niggas is foolish dog Like spend money Don't let money spend you nigga I ain't got time for all them games But the whole point of the post was All these damn apps is adding up to the price of cable Nigga <laughs> Good. Well past it. Like come on dog Cause if you got everything I'll just say I'm well versed in, in cable prices I mean If anyone would know It would be Jay But y'all gonna keep telling me Oh no Not if you got Okay Okay Y'all Nigga The fact that you gotta have an internet Already puts you $70 up Nigga Come on now Stop talking to me bro Stop fucking talking to me Anyway Um What else we got going on Two two Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, uh, speaking of apps, Heart to Heart is back for season two on Peacock. Just started two episodes, um, one with Pete Davidson, which I didn't watch because, frankly, I wasn't that interested. Never watched Um, But the episode two was the one that everybody was posting about this weekend with Jay-Z. Just really good. I I enjoy Kevin Hart in that arena. Um, Him just sitting down with people he know and talking to them. Kevin Hart's a very, like... He's a likable dude. He's approachable. You can sit down and kick it with this nigga about whatever. And uh, him and Jay Z had a real good combo, man. I, I appreciate it. it I watched it on Peacock. Yeah, yeah. I um I looked at it a couple times. The first night I watched it, I ended up dozing off. It was kind of late, but um really enjoyed it, man. I I just it's rare when we get Hove to sit down and just talk and be chilling. He's talking in one of these group chats. Hove ain't never doing drink chats, my nigga. <laughs> why look, would I? Look at what he just did. Like, why would I do that? Fam, we sitting down drinking Ace and expensive cab. And you want me to go on drink champs and drink Tiger Ball and laugh and scream at Nori, nigga? You want me to drink Ciroc? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know Puffy got it. Yo, man. But let's be. Come on, man. Sorry, oh, I'm about to call y'all brokes. <laughs> like, what is this broke ass liquor, nigga? They don't, they don't serve this type of shit to restaurants I be at. You can't go. Ciroc? Fam, no, I wish you. We don't have that. I wish you would go where I'll be eating and ask for some Ciroc. I yeah. bet you they got Kettle One over Ciroc. Oh hell yeah, by the pound, nigga. Kettle One been fancy to me since Tay Diggs ordered it in brown sugar, nigga. That's just a fact. That's <laughs> just what it is. When he was um, <laughs> celebrating his <laughs> ding, ding, ding. my, my divorce. divorce. Oh man, um, but heart to heart, currently streaming on Peacock. Man, check that out if you have not. Uh, all right. I think that's. You, oh, did you go to the Kevin Hart show? I did not, but I heard it was really funny, dog. I heard it was good. I heard it was really funny. I'm, I'm now. I'm anticipating the special when it hits Netflix because yeah. I want to see it. Like I, I wish I would have went. Um, had a chance to get tickets for night number two, but it was told, just kind of last minute. I totally man. forgot. I remember getting an email from Ticketmaster like months ago. I'm like, oh yeah. shit, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buy some tickets because yeah. It was late. I'm like, in a, it was months out. I'm like, but I, I forgot. Just yeah, yeah. No, I slipped on that. And then um, I, I unsubscribed because I unsubscribed to something every single day on my email. Yeah, and I have unsubscribed to. To, to Ticketmaster, so I, I didn't get mm. any kind of reminders and shit. Speaking of uh, stand up, couple other announcements. Um, Chris Rock added a third show here in Detroit when he comes, so he'll be here that Sunday now. What what month? September. 
I gotta buy some. It's like the seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth. Oh, I gotta go buy some. Yeah, he added a show that Sunday. Initially, it was the the Friday. Then the Will Smith happened. They added that Saturday show. Now they added a Sunday because everything sold out so quick. So he'll be here that whole weekend, bro. Chris Rock getting money out here. Chris Rock is getting to the bag. He always do. So, hey man, yo, if you a comedian, Detroit a market for you. Detroit is showing up at 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 comedy shows, at plays. Mm-hmm. We we showing up. Oh, um, my parents, because I've I've told people on this pod a few times, man. Me and my family, we are just stand up companies. Are it's our shit. That's what we do. We love it. Um, always been there. Niggas seen all the kings of comedy back when them niggas was touring on some Chitlin Circuit shit. Like, that's how far this stand-up shit go back with me and my fam. My parents went to Toledo to go see Bill Bellamy this past weekend. Said he was hilarious, dog. They said Bill's still rocking the stage like it's 95, nigga. Mm. Said it was great, man. Said he put on a great show. So salute to Bill Bellamy. If he coming anywhere near your city, based on my parents' recommendation, I say you pull up and go get him because uh, they drove an hour to go see him, dog, and, and they had a ball, man. So go check out the guide. And if Chris Rock's coming to a town near you, he probably just added a third show, so cop you some tickets, dog. Um, Now, before we get to Flatbush and the Shy, I got an announcement that matters to me and Jay. Because this is some shit that we talked about back on episode 87. Um, Muhammad Aziz, better known as one of the exonerated murderers, air quote, or assassinators, air quote, of the god Malcolm X. Um, So he was exonerated last November 2021. The state of New York settled a lawsuit with him earlier this year in April for $5 million. Now he's suing the city of New York. For 40 mil. Give him his money. He wants all of it. He 84 years old and he spent a quarter of his life in prison for a murder he ain't commit. A murder y'all knew he ain't commit. Go listen to episode 87, Who Killed Malcolm X, where we walked through that. Half his life. Shit, I think. No, they served like 24 years. Oh. But then when they got out, nigga, you accused of assassinating my. That's why he sued in the first place. He literally cited, yo, bro, we couldn't get no job. We couldn't get nothing. Like, I can't get no job around my people. Yeah, I can't. I literally, I can't even go be Muslim the way I was Muslim before I went in there. Like my entire religion has had to shift and alter because y'all accused me of this murder. Y'all knew we ain't commit from the rip, and we got a whole documentary and a whole pod about it. Go check out Who Killed Malcolm X, episode eighty-seven, if you want the details. But shout out to Muhammad Aziz for coming out and saying, you know what, I'm eighty-four before I die. Let me secure all the bags I can from the city and state of New York for my family. Don't look at eighty-four-year-old. Yes, he is. He looks great, man. Um, and the family of Khalid Islam. The other gentleman who was falsely accused and exonerated last November, his family's estate is drawing up a similar lawsuit right now. They'll also be suing the city of New York very soon, uh, and hopefully they can they can get settled so they can get some pay, man. They lost their love when he died back in 2009, man. Like, come on, dog. That's a long time, bro. So salute to both of them gentlemen, man. Rest in peace, Khalid. Islam, I hope that uh, they get every dollar coming to them from the city of New York. Go listen to episode 87 if you want to learn more. All right, man. Now we got these shows coming up. The Shy and Flatbush, no P-Valley this week. Wasn't necessarily mad at it. I needed a P-Valley break, um, so I, I wasn't terrified with it. But we had a whole Showtime winning weekend, so... Got a couple voice notes to go through. We're going to start with the god Alex from across the pond. Um, he's still over there stunting from the motherland, according to his email. Uh, he said it's nowhere near as hot 
in uh, Lagos as it was in London before he left. Go figure. Um, he said this voice note is 70% about the shy, 30% about Flatbush, but it's all connected. So we're going to see what the God is talking about, man. Alex, before we get to your voice, voice note, just want to say hope you having a ball in the motherland, my brother. Enjoy yourself. Be safe, bro. Let's see what my God talking about. What up, and What up, Jay? It's your boy AJ, live from Lagos this week. I feel like I should be coming in on one of them new Burner Boy tracks because that album is pumping out everywhere here. So I'm on vacation. I'm going to keep it light this week. And this week's voice note is all about buns, balls, and bush. The three Bs. Um, also would have made a good title for Dick Cheney's autobiography. Okay, so the shy. That scene with Emmett's mum. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't licking yeah. no whipped cream off any. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alex went to the motherland and just lost it. <laughs> My dog then got off the rails. <laughs> Holy shit. B stands for Bronco Bees and Dice Bass Bangos and the Pure Bars. You see us coming down the aisle, you act like we are stars. Holy Not trying to shit. make a joke, just trying to make it known. It's people in the world that call me girls as balls on the Cadillac Brown. <laughs> That Cadillac Broham, nigga. All right, let's get back to my dog. I'm his mom. I ain't licking no whipped cream off any nuts like I did in high school. Okay, hold up. Now, I'm his mom, I'm guessing, is around the same age as us. I don't know about you guys, but if that's what she was doing in high school in the 1990s, then I went to high school in the wrong country, clearly. You might so have. that's the balls. You might have. Now on to the... <laughs> yeah, AJ, I don't even know if that was like Yo, all 90s, bro. Oh, this girl's here is wild, AJ. Yeah, man. Um, no, what cream in the 90s for in high school? I mean, middle school or high school? That might have been... I don't know. I don't know, because I feel like I whipped went. cream in general was in the 90s. Like, I ain't seen no whipped cream since like... Oh, yeah, I wasn't even in the 90s, so... You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, I feel like, like is whipped cream still out? Like, is do they still, still got it? I'm gonna find out. This I week. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. Nope. <laughs> oh shit. I cannot take Luke James seriously anymore after your comment last week about the Cinnabons. <laughs> <laughs> Credibility destroyed. <laughs> um, secondly, that scene with Maisha in the bathroom when she was with uh, Harriet Tubman and she was saying, you know, if I dropped out, my mum would whoop my entire ass. One of my cousins, who is normally very quiet, very reserved, pipes up. Well, I hope her mum has got enough days left on her passport for that epic journey. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should have said that or not, but, you know, it's all shits and giggles, as we say in London. No harm meant or offence intended to anyone. It just gave us the biggest laugh of the week so far. Uh, but more seriously, I actually thought this episode of The Shy was really well directed, like in terms of the camera work, um, you know, the, the camera movements, the, they, they, they were cutting in time to the, to the music, that great kind of jazzy score by Wyclef. It had a slightly kind of Spike Lee feel about it. Also, I love that you were talking about Clockers last week. Clockers, like for me and my friends, that was one of our big, big movies when we, when we were growing up as teenagers. Like we, we, would, we wore out the VHS on that film. If only the shy could be more consistent. That, that's the thing, really. Anyway, so we've done buns and balls, and finally onto the bush. 
And by the way, we've done buns, balls, and bush, and there wasn't even any p-value this week, so that's quite an achievement. This is fucking hilarious. Flatbush. I don't even really have anything left to say about Flatbush. It just seems to get better and better. This episode was hilarious. Every scene had great lines, memorable lines. Like, it's so deeply funny to me sometimes that I'm not even laughing out loud. I'm laughing, like, deep inside my soul. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Um, Just phenomenal. Anyway, I'll speak to you brothers next time, and uh, I hope all's good with you. Peace and blessings to you both and to the entire family. Peace, AJ, man. Safe travels again, bro. I do know what you mean, because you know how you be... So, I'm, I can make a, an analogy of hip-hop out of anything. Facts. So, you be listening to some shit or a nigga spitting, they be like, bars. And your head be like, oh, nigga, that was cold. I Or Pusha T may say something crazy. You're like, oh, that was a double entendre. A yeah. double entendre. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it be certain shit, I be like, yo, that shit was funny as fuck. I may not even laugh out loud. Yeah, but I'll be like, I respect him. That's a bar, bro. I think a couple points. Uh, AJ May, we gonna we gonna start with the shy. Uh, get to that review in a minute. We got a voice note from Rob Silva on the shy and one on Flatbush, so we'll get to that. But a couple points AJ made. Um, I did think this episode was directed well. Uh, I didn't. Not like this episode. This episode was kind of weird to me. Um, it it felt a little last season ish at points, but then it was also a couple scenes where I really enjoyed what was going on this episode. Um, I think, matter of fact, I'm gonna hold that thought till after we play Rob Silva's voice note because I want to make sure uh, we touch on everything he brings up too. So Rob Silva, uh, third member of the pod, the guy. See what my dog had to say about the shy this week. This would have been one of the all-time best shy episodes if it wasn't for that bullshit storyline involving Trig, now known as Vic Victor. Fellas, how is it that he's known as Trig throughout the entire show and now people are just calling him Victor? The motherfucker's name was Trig. I just found out his name was Victor. Did you guys know the cast members, the people that casually know him? Uh, Dre and and uh, what's my man's name? Fuck, uh, Jacob Lattimore's character. Did they know his name? As was really Victor. And uh, you see, Lena. <laughs> Did they know his name? Yo, yo, yo! Rob just jumped in with the though. title. No. <laughs> Did they know his name? Passion, passion. Oh shit! I love it. I love it. Wanna be Lena? You get rid of one, and you bring in another. This is this is ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Reggie did the right thing not having to do this shit. By the way, before I uh, I leave, one last question: Do you think had Jason Mitchell not gotten into the situation that he got into and had not been fired, that eventually they would have had him? Running for city council on the show. Your thoughts on that, fellas? Keep up the phenomenal work. Talk to my great brothers later. Rob, man, peace and blessings to you, brother. Um, third member of the pod, the guy. Y'all know what it is, Rob Silver. Check his podcast out now. Uh, it's an interesting question, man. I don't know. So I'm going to answer that question in twofold about Jason Mitchell. 
I don't know that they would have had him like going like the city council political route. Um, I know Jerrica, his girlfriend on the show, um, she was working in that arena. So it could have been something that they explored. But I don't know if they would have had Jason Mitchell going toward that city council direction because I, I don't know if that was the original plan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, But I can see it for him. But Je- Jerrica was- working in politics kind of makes me think. And Maybe Remember that whole I'm trying to straighten my act up For your parents And mm-hmm. everything Then I'm trying to be A legitimate businessman And trying to do Open up a rep Yeah I, I can see It It makes sense Yeah And that's when the show Was kind of like More realistic mm-hmm. And it wasn't It had no It didn't feel like TV So to speak It yeah. just Everything felt realistic Now I will say though What's that This is the best season Of the shy In Since a while. Jason Mitchell left Yeah no This is Through how many episodes? Five, six? Yeah. I think this was six. Um, easily the best season since season two. And because this got an ABC family vibe to it. Yeah. It, like, it changed the they, direction of the show again. They're slowing it down a lot. And I'm okay yeah. to, for the for the most part with it. Cause I feel like, and I, I like what you just said, for the most part. Yeah. I feel like they've balanced it a bit, like, to a point that it's like, okay, the the shit that kind of don't really make sense to me, i.e. Trig going from Trig to Victor and the snap of a finger, shit like that, mm, it don't really feel as misplaced because I think they've balanced the, the rest of the stories pretty well. Now, what I will say I think is still missing to kind of bring this whole season together, I don't know what this season is about. Like, it's no... Every season of The Shy, for the most part, especially... The first two were centered around like an overarching theme. You know what I'm saying? And like all the characters were connected by this one thing in some way, shape, or form. This season just kind of feel like they throwing a bunch of different plots at us. Like, I mean, they've been doing that shit <laughs> I, I, since season two. But I'm like, for whatever reason, it's kind of working this no, they season. Was like, what's it, what episode is this? I think six. They're like, oh shit, we halfway through with the season. Let me throw my issue in this motherfucker. Fam, and it's like, dog, that really now you, is. Now you rapping again, bro? Now, of course, let me tell you what's about to happen. Pop about to get jealous again. Oh, when she get popping? Yeah, I mean, and like the whole trig, like. So, anywho, <laughs> hold on. Do we? We got any no. more voice notes? Or no, 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 no. That, that let's All go. Right. On, let's go on and get to it, man. All right, let's talk about the shot. All right. The Trig storyline It's just unrealistic on a lot of levels dog It's really unrealistic on a lot of levels I see it coming from a mile away though Mm -hmm. Um, You about to be outed As dating a trans woman Yep And this It's gonna be a big fuss at first Yeah But then it's gonna play He's gonna get up there He's gonna be so Yeah he's gonna accept it But like one I don't necessarily know That it should even be a thing. Yeah. So let's just say that was your trans woman, and now you want an organic woman. I don't know. Uh, yeah. like you want a regular, yeah, natural I, born. I, you want yeah, this yeah. other. You want yeah. this other person. Yep. Whatever her name is, even though you don't. Tierra. That's yeah. her name. Yeah, yeah. And but but now you attracted to the reporter though. Yeah. Yeah, like fuck. This don't make no sense, fam. Like your so, man just came to you, like nigga. Why you trying to get on in front of her? And y'all know you fronting for her. And here's the thing, yo. 
because I think there was an underlying message in what uh what shot Jason Weaver. Yo, salute to Jason Weaver or shot getting his hair cut. He got him a new lady. That nigga out here looking. Did you notice they like let him like wash his face or something? Yeah, he even no, look he looking in the face. He, that nigga look like how he normally looks. And then he got some pussy and he started looking. I younger. mean, shit, hey, <laughs> that fade got a little faded. Face nigga. cleaned up. Yo, love is fade. The nigga even got a shade or two lighter. Hey, man. While he nah. was in the car with no, nah, the them kid. eyes was dark as hell a season ago, nigga. Now my nigga can see, dog. Um, but I think the underlying message in what Shad was trying to tell him, like, yo, fam, either be the fuck you, i.e., I love trans women, and I'm whatever that makes. You know what's wild? What's up? Until last week's episode. Mm-hmm. It never occurred to me that they was hooking him up with the other girl so he can be with a quote unquote woman. Mm. I just thought he needed like you can't run and be single. Well, it so, never crossed my mind that it was like, no, you you got to be with like a uh, uh, yeah, like a so here's a, a natural born woman. Yeah. Um. But here's what was even funnier when they first said, "Yo, we about to hook you up uh, with my play niece Tierra," which I was like, "Okay, uh, do the main Charlemagne and your fucking play niece, nigga." Um, oh but God. but when he first said that, I was like, "You need a, a a girlfriend or a wife to run for city council, nigga." Nigga, don't know why I give a fuck, bro. Nobody knows who the fucking city council. Shout out to all your local city council men and women. Only city council. I don't know if y'all niggas I, is married. I know two people. Mary Sheffield Come on now And the uh, former police dude Come on now uh, Shout out to the whole Sheffield family uh, <laughs> Yo <laughs> Tate Shout out to Mary And the shout rest out, of them Shout out to him for real He's a friend and Shout out a, to Tate Yeah Friend of a friend And you know I've been I've expressed um, uh, Interest in running for some um, Portion of office and, and somebody reached out to him And told him He said hey Whenever he ready Call me Yeah I'll help him through it So I respect that I respect that He don't know me But he already offered to help me Here's the thing dog I used to work um, For the 9th district of Detroit I worked for the The rep Uh Shout out to her. She, I don't think she in office anymore I think she went to uh, To law school And kind of shifted The direction of her career But Um That said I'm familiar with city council and how important they are. I'm not saying that that's unimportant. I'm saying that I ain't never, when they said, yo, Trig, you need a girl to run. I'm like, nigga, no. I need my record cleared first and foremost because right now I'm a whole felon. Nigga, it's more important shit than me having a fucking fake girlfriend who actually go with candy. Because why was she in the beginning of it? Did you see her at the beginning of the episode in candy bed? Hmm. Nigga, I missed it till I rewatched it. Who was in her bed? Tierra, Trigger Girl. Candy was leaving at the very beginning of the episode. Because when the episode came on, I was playing a game on my phone. Yeah, so Matter look, of fact, I rewound the episode a couple times because I, I couldn't. kind of missing. So look, if you watch the beginning of the episode, they show Candy getting dressed. And then like a minute and a half later, they show her walking out her bedroom. And then as she's walking out, she looks at the bed. And old girl Tierra is just laying there asleep, butt ass. She undercover, but you could tell she ain't no bra and no some shoulders was clean. So yeah, she just laying there, and I'm like, oh, Candy, because Candy's also uh, swinging on a, a show on All Black called Alamode. And I said, Candy, you just gonna keep letting us know you don't really like Todd, huh? Right. <laughs> you don't, you don't like Todd or Duda, huh? I see what you want. Anyway, 
Um, but yeah, I I thought like I right, y'all kind of pushing it, even forcing a girl on Trig. But now that y'all have forced this girl on Trig, since they did it two episodes ago, I have been wondering like, damn, why is he so like? He has so much like aversion toward just leaning into. I'm like, this is a beautiful young lady. She she playing her role. You know what I'm saying? Like, she got to be your fake girlfriend. She's stepping into it. I'm like, this nigga Trig seemed like he hate this. I didn't even connect the dots to but that. But now we know why. Because Trig don't want her. But he pushing up on another girl. Like, first off, you fronting like this your lady, right? Yeah, facts. And while I'm in front of her, I'm just going to offer my telephone number to somebody else. And then my man's be like, my nigga, why are you trying to come on to her? Like, I'm not. And then you go pull her to the side and try to set up a date with her? Like, what are you doing? It's too much. It's too much. Not it even too a, much. It just don't make sense. And I'm like, nigga, you literally over there, like, running game? Like, bro, are you trying to do this political shit or not? Because here's the thing. I don't give a fuck that your attraction is really to trans women and not natural born women. That's fine. That's whatever. You are who you are. Love who you love. That is fine. But nigga, right now you're about to look like you cheating on your fake girl, <laughs> nigga. And if you look like you having an affair on your fake girl, you are gonna lose this campaign, nigga. Like I don't. And granted, to your point, they seem like they lining it up for him to get out it. Here's the thing: I'm gonna call it now. I think old girl is gonna be the one to out him. One hundred percent. The reporter, because guess what? She is a fucking reporter, nigga. She gonna be the one to out him on some like, yo, nigga. I'm about to help you out by blasting your shit to the world because you won't fucking accept who you really are and who you really want to be with. So, so I'm gonna tell your story. But when that happens, he gonna finally lean into it and accept it and be like, this whole shit with Tierra is a farce, and I don't really want to be with her. I want to be with these type of women, and that's what I go for. Nigga, vote for me. And I'm just like, damn, dog, that feels like a just a, a odd step to take. Yeah. For this character. Like it's I just all right, when again, Jasmine, um, who played Iman, uh Jasmine Davis, who played Iman, who was Trigg's girlfriend. When she left the show, and here's the thing, she was actually, I listened back to some of them episodes from the last couple seasons, she was actually a character I think me and you were starting to grow to like because she seemed pretty, like her affection for Jake and the way she was kind of like keeping shit calm. Jasmine was cool, but once she left, I'm like, damn, Lena, was this another point? She was wilded out when they was at the bar. Well, yeah, no, 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 that bar scene, she was wild. She was wild. That was a lot. But- Outside of that, she seemed like she was chilling, dog. But then um, when she left and didn't return because she lied about her COVID results uh, and said she was vaccinated, but she was lying. She was on her Antonio Brown. Um, I'm like, damn, Lena, this is another area where you couldn't pivot. Like a character left and you just got thrown into like, no, no, no. I'm going to keep the trend storyline going. And it's like, nigga, did you have to do that? You couldn't find nothing else for Drake to do. Right now, he don't have money to get Jake Christmas gifts. I feel like it's a story in that that you could have created. What do he do for a living? Come on, dog. Because he got a fancy-ass suit to not have had no gifts on that Christmas uh, tree. You know, but whatever. Um, Why is they mama back? I'm still waiting on, like, the, the ball to drop there. Because I know I predicted a few episodes ago. I don't trust it, and I think she's shady. But Where the other nigga that came back with Duda? Oh, Q, he back next week. Thank choking you. some nigga up. Like, 
his old ass choking a nigga up. I don't know what he on, but he was choking a nigga in the uh, the little trailer. It's kind of all over the place. Again, they hitting us with like plot overload. It's like, yo, nigga, throw a throw a thing at us, throw a thing, throw another thing, and it's like, I right, I don't really know what direction y'all going, um, but it hasn't been bad, which I can appreciate. Um, it's been to your point. The third best season of the shy, as far as I'm concerned, but it just I don't know where they going right now. And that's what adjusted for inflation. Facts, you know, because not it's, like straight. If up. I'm being honest, it's competing with that season, and I say this only because of its memorableness. It's competing with that season where Keisha got kidnapped. I think that season was very memorable. Yeah, that but that's the season that gave us Dre yeah. out of the blue, and it was yeah, it was a lot happening, and then it. Then Dre Dre went, went from fucking she, unknown character to the most concerned about Keisha. Vigilante outside of Kevin with a pole in the street. I mean, she's ready to go and hit. She's ready to go. And um, right, you know. And speaking of Dre and Nina, dog. Um, yo, I don't like Nina for any. She has zero. You talk a lot about redeeming qualities on this show, bro. Nina has zero. She don't like nobody. She a horrible fam, parent. She fam, a she sat girlfriend. there and told Dre. <laughs> Yo, I mean, you really think we need to adopt old girl? <laughs> what if me and you don't make? Oh, never mind. I shouldn't say that. She been hitting. Ma'am. She been hitting. Like this is Ma'am. the this is the worst kept secret. They been hitting at it the Come whole. On, dog. Come on, dog. Like just break the fuck up. Like Nina, just break the fuck up. It's okay. You don't have to go with Dre, dog. But if you gonna do it, like nigga, do it. Cause right now you hoeing her every week, every chance you get. Um, speaking of Dre, why is she a guidance counselor? Right, that's her job. Guidance counselor, school counselor. She do something with school and mental health and kids. But since she works in a school, I feel like Dre would be one of the people who knows. You can't just magically adopt this girl without doing like the paperwork, <laughs> fam. How did y'all just say? You know what? Vic Mensa gone. We gonna go on and bring her into our house and not expect for CPD or uh, Child Protective Services to show up. <laughs> like the lady from Child Protective Services came in there, like, yeah, no, y'all can't just fake adopt, fam. Like, she either going to foster care or y'all need to start this process today, my nigga. Dre, how you ain't know that? And you work in schools. You work with kids. You makes a counselor. Makes no sense. Like you didn't know y'all needed to do some real formal shit. To get this girl to be able to live with y'all, dog? Like, what the fuck? Now you done got her hyped up? She about to head to fucking foster care. Kevin gonna throw up if he lose another girl. Because if she go to foster care, he never seeing her again. Period. It's a wrap. It's over, dog. Um, huh. Maisha and Gemma. First of all, what Gemma on? Why she rebelling so hard? You don't want to take your SATs, my nigga? I feel these tests are culturally biased. Yeah, and I, uh, I just, I don't even know if I want to go to college anymore. Is college, is that degree even worth it? Jimmy, take your dumb asses. I hate these kids, bro. Like, the privileged kid who had everything and then wants to decide at 17, 18, you know what, I'm going to rebel against everything I've ever had. Come on, fam. I, 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 so, look, this is something that I've, I've referenced every episode, mm-hmm. and I'm going to reference it again. I do not like the loose way that they're handling all of these children smoking weed. Mm. So much so that when she was smoking weed, the father had not a care in the world. Yep. Just, well, um, at least go and outside. And he said, at least smoke. go outside. It's cold. Well, tough. Like, 
what happened to say no to drugs? Fam. What happened to like so say cigarettes ain't like illegal, but you don't you don't we don't promote children smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Like some things you're supposed to do as They hit an niggas adult. with these vape pens and shit. Like it's just regular. Every episode it's a kid smoking weed. Fam. You don't think that has any kind of impact people watching? She fucked around and gave me and Shorty an idea. I'm like, oh shit, I never did with the toilet paper roll and some tissue at the end. Like, let me try that and see if it worked. Say that again. She was smoking through when she when she hit the blunt, she blew it into the toilet paper roll, but had it stuffed with wet tissue at the other end. So the smoke don't get out. But the vape pens don't smell. Yeah, no. I she has too much money to be doing that and not just getting a vape pen like Kevin and them. But I'm like, this you gave me an idea. I never even tried that. I'm gonna see what that be like. Get a little bit of that fan thing, that fan thing, nigga. I'm with you. I don't love how they just casually showing these niggas smoke with zero consequence. Nobody's gotten in trouble for real yet. Dad, like, nah, go outside. Oh, it's cold. So what? Go outside. Like, come on, dog. That don't work. And I seen people, I was looking on Twitter. I seen people say, like, oh, I love how Jimma's dad is raising her. He's got, like, fam. That nigga ain't raising shit. He letting her do what the fuck she, he letting her wild out. That nigga she getting let, fucked raw. She let, he let a little boy smash upstairs, jump down in front of the camera. And, and didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. That was the wildest what shit, bro. What kind of bro. father is you? That was the wildest shit, bro. Like, nigga, you Watch knew Kevin camera. was up there fucking? You watched this nigga jump out a window nah, in not, a first down? Nah, I don't, nah, I'm not so surprised that a nigga beat you half to death and you ain't say nothing yet. Come you on. won't even say nothing to the little kid who's smashing your daughter upstairs. Come on, dog. Come on. It's, it's certain Can shit. Can you imagine that? that? Nigga, your daughter getting pounded at 16, 15, high I'm not old. saying put your hands on a boy. You don't have a conversation or nothing? Yo, then... Three episodes later, she don't even go with that nigga no more. And now she pregnant. She go with his man's, and now his man's got her not getting morning sickness. Getting morning sickness at seven p.m. Yeah, because Papa said gizzards, and you can't even hear gizzards without throwing up. Do something smell funny to y'all? No, it's barbecue. Eat, motherfucker. Come on, nah. Um, teen pregnancy. <laughs> but you want to be my Asian manager, nigga? Manage yourself. I want to be your manager. Also, oh, now you know where the rappers. Come on, now you twisted. Let me be your manager. No, nigga. Jim, oh, you can work on your stage presence, nigga. You can work on your SATs, motherfucker. What does that mean? Come on. What you know about stage presence? <laughs> like what? Like dog. You thirteen. <laughs> Talking about stage presence, and you never rapped. <laughs> you just seen me go on stage for three seconds. You seen Chief Keef on stage? Come on, nah. with seventy two other people. Come on, and now nah. you talking about stage presence? Come on, nah. let me get, let me get the Draco and pointing at you. I so bet you, you won't <laughs> tell Chief Keef his stage presence wasn't good. I bet you won't, Gemma. Huh? Then Maisha talking about Jake seems like the type to handle his responsibility. Since when? <laughs> this nigga, nigga, Jake tried out for the basketball team and then openly admitted. I, I ain't never played basketball <laughs> and thought he was making varsity. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, some of this shit, I'll be like, Yo, what? is they thinking when they write it? Do anybody still work at the pizza parlor? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, including Duda. Like, did he just get that up when he became mayor? Like, now it ain't no Perry's Pizza. What do these kids do for money? Is that nigga last name still Perry? <laughs> Come on, dog. Papa work at Smokey's. Remember, he the only one we know got a job. Remember when Duda was like running the criminal enterprise and it was one of those things like, are we going to find out is he getting gone? Fam, that went away. Do you remember that scene where Reggie came to his condo? 
And it was a whole nigga dude I was in his bag schooling that nigga Let me tell you how to move And when he was like Trying to bring Jacob Like nah Reggie you a fuck up You a street nigga But I can school your brother Yeah I think he be overacting Well now he do I feel like they told him to Turn it up a notch Cause that first season He was on here Was good as fuck Nah he be like when he I, be spazzing I, That nigga I, got a fucking I, Emotional I, imbalance so. When I seen him on On his Instagram Like With his shirt off Like lifting weights Or doing something weird Some some weird Old yeah. Keith Sweat shit yeah. I be like Oh this this you yeah. <laughs> It's you It's not them <laughs> it's, It just seemed like Mad creepy Like Speaking of overacting Dog Why they be having Tracy Like I feel like She overact And underact At the same time Nigga She over underact she over under act Nigga I can't I don't get her character Like ma'am How you mad Boy I ain't never First of all you finna lose rock I ain't seen a nigga Milk a death this long. God damn Who the fuck milked the death Longer than that Yo And salute to Duda For keeping it a buck with her That nigga said yo If you don't do this shit You getting fired She said yeah You gonna fire me From my organization you asked me for a favor Candy did the favor Niggas So You want a trig record clear Now what If you mess this up I'll kill you myself As opposed to Who else was gonna kill me Come on now <laughs> Come on now Do what I was supposed to kill Come me? on now I'll kill you myself As if we had a conversation About possibly getting killed Before Fam What happened to Sonya's <laughs> <laughs> she just shot Duda and went back to the yo, yo, she shot nigga. Yo, I forgot. Yo, Duda got yo. shot. Was he the mayor? The yet? mayor. He was the mayor. <laughs> he had not quit yet. Yo, listen, fam. They, when they asked the mayor why he disappeared, because the nigga shot me. You ain't fam. do nothing. <laughs> I had to get the fuck on. A nigga shot me at a at a at a at on a the roof banquet. of a banquet hotel party, nigga. Nigga shot me in the gut, fam. And y'all just let her go back to fucking uh, like, HBO. And that's she she shot you, and then went a doc and did a documentary <laughs> about Sean Souter. Like damn. <laughs> Maybe Holy shit, God. dog. Holy fucking shit That is one of the most weird drops Of a storyline I've ever seen take place Shot that nigga dog Dog You shot the mayor <laughs> And dipped How you shoot the mayor and boogie nigga <laughs> Like Alright I'm on Michigan Ave tonight We throwing a party Sean Suter doc coming soon Can remember when Ronald Reagan got shot? Man like a nigga trying to take the president out, like close Walk range. Walk smooth up with the with the six shooter boy, like pow. Like, yo, that yo, shit. he shot him with the pow. Yeah, that shit is wild. Dog. Shit, did you see the uh, Chinese nigga? The Japanese, yeah. yeah, dog. And that nigga made the gun because you know yeah. guns is illegal over there. Yeah, they said that that nigga that shit was like some makeshift. Yeah, shit. no, they because the first one didn't even uh, hit the nigga. So he shot that second boy and got him. Oof. But then I was reading more. They said that nigga like part of like a organization and shit. Like this was a whole. This wasn't like a random nigga trying to kill the ex dictator or whatever the fuck. Hey yo, China <laughs> taking over the world and they gave us COVID and now they giving us monkeypox. All right, we we'll continue. Hey man, I know COVID hit me pretty hard. Did you know that the same lab in Wuhan is actually working on a was working on a monkeypox uh, virus? Didn't know that till you we, posted it. We just happened to <laughs> look, man. COVID fucked me up. I'm not gonna, you know. I tell y'all this. I'm not getting monkeypox, bro. I tell you this. I'm not getting it. If I get monkeypox, no, I'm out. 
It's gonna be another mass shooting. Nah, I'm, it's it's gonna be an issue. <laughs> Let me like stop because niggas will play that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nah, that'll be it. That'll be a rap for they us. They be like, yo, <laughs> that nigga said the monkey pox is the shooting. Let a, a halfway black motherfucker be on. Fam, did you see the videotape of the, the Uvalde police dog, bro? That is one of the all them niggas is suckers. The whole At, the entire police department is full of suckers. But I'm going to tell you the suckiest nigga of all the suckers in that fucking police department. The nigga who walked up and got the fucking uh, hand, sanitizer. hand sanitizer off the wall. What about the, the other nigga that was in there laughing? Fam. Because the, they got a nigga with a laughing. Like, what you the laughing? nigga looking at his phone with the Punisher background on the motherfucker. Yo, I've never seen. How many of them they said walked in there? Every one of them was hoes. I've never seen that many hoes. In one, that was a fucking brothel, nigga. And it was a regular nigga that went in there and did the shooting. Bro. They... They still never did it. Come on, dog. A regular nigga was like, yo. I'm not doing it. My nigga, listen. Come on, dog. A nigga was at the... He was at a barbershop mm-hmm. getting his hair cut. Heard what was going on. Got a shotgun from the barbers yeah. and went over and put in work. That's the worst shit I've ever seen in my life, bro. This weekend in Indiana... Seen that. There was, a, uh, there was an attempt at a mass shooting. In the mall. And then a 22-year-old... Pistol carrier, a nigga started shooting. He just popped his dumb ass, and, yeah. and it was over with. Yeah. Shout out to that young man. If the cops arrive three minutes after the mass shooter arrives, and for the next seventy four minutes they don't do shit, we got a real fucking problem, dog. Cause y'all, twenty one people died. Y'all could have potentially prevented maybe all of them deaths. The nigga was outside shooting for 12 minutes before he went into school. Come on, nigga got in a whole car accident. He ran into a fucking ditch. I don't even think he was going to the school to shoot the school up. I don't think he knew what he was doing, nigga. And that's the crazy part. Hey. If he didn't get into a ditch, he wouldn't have been at the school. Yeah, hey, because it's like, nigga, you was driving wild. You went into that ditch. Them two niggas came to try to help you. You start bucking at them, and then you just continue to go. Like, where was he going? I have no clue. He could have been on Because I think he was on the run because he killed his grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, like, and had posted it on Facebook that I killed my grandma. Yeah, I think he was on the run, ready to shoot it out with the police, nah. and probably ran up and oh fuck it, there goes school. Like, nah, that shit was wild, dog. Yeah, anyway, that was wild. Nah, that that video of them police responding was or shit not responding was one of the all time hoest shits I've ever seen in my life, dog. That was a bunch of hoes on camera, nigga. That was girls going wild. I've never seen that many hoes on film since Girls Gone Fucking Wild. That shit was nasty, dog. Yeah, man. That shit, shit is, is uh, uh, that shit is fucking crazy, dog. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is wild, okay? <laughs> hey, Not I, seven times, dog. As I was reading this, I'm thinking like, like I had to reread the number. <laughs> like, wait, what? Before I got to the sound, I'm thinking like, yo, this could be. A, I'm all right with this. <laughs> he was all right with it. Shit, I thought it was gonna be trig <laughs> at first, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Um, all right. Anyway, back to the shy. Um, Tracy, you finna lose your job. Because apparently, not only did you not know that Duda and the old man Q, old man Quillis, was out here paying for rock, but apparently you ain't know that the favor you asked for was from Candy, who now want to be on the board, and if you don't let her on the board, and she don't be co-director, she going to still be co-director and fire you. And then apparently, y'all niggas done tied rock into uh, Imani's 
Trinity house for the I, girls. I forgot all about that house. I'm be honest. I just wanna just wanna just verify something. So this rock raising our Chicago kids don't actually make money. Apparently not. Trig has zero dollars. It doesn't make money. It, it takes money. It, it it gives out stuff and it gives money. Yeah. And it's been funded by, by drug money. gang members. By drug gang money. leaders. Yep. But you want to be on the board of this mm-hmm. because why? I don't know. Like when did Candy also get all this expertise in this uh, would be the nonprofits last, and shit? This would be the last thing that I would want my name officially yeah. attached to because it's funded with drug money. Because right now the two drug money launderers that are funding this shit are doing it anonymously. You want but your, when it comes out, you want your first and last name mm-hmm. attached to this. Yeah, as a board owner, I mean, as a board member, so yeah. they're gonna be like, "Oh, you know where all this shit come from." This how much Candy want her name tied to it. She want her shit tied to it so bad. I'll fire the fucking founder if she won't let me be on this shit. It's wild. And then they like, "Yo, this could help Victor's campaign." How? How is Candy being on the board going to help his campaign? Why won't Candy just, I don't know, go be his campaign manager? <laughs> nigga, like, it's a real smooth way she can help his campaign, nigga. Like, just be the campaign manager. It's a whole job. It's there for you, dog. They do it. Um, They got Peaches staying in the Trinity house. This was the house that all the uh, abducted girls that Victor and Imani found was going to be standing. I didn't even know he was still running the damn house. What really tripped me out is that other than Peaches, didn't look like nobody else lives in the damn house. Dog. <laughs> like I'm like, Peaches, I appreciate you coming back to get a room. Salute. Where are the other girls? Nigga, hashtag bring back our girls. Dog. <laughs> Where did they go? Did y'all help them and get them jobs and now they out there living their lives? Like These are the storylines that I want y'all to like, Fill me in on, dog. Like, what happened? Y'all had a house full of girls who we always said it was kind of weird that y'all would take the house that they had got abducted in and were being, like, tortured and, and sexed and ran through in, raped and all that, and y'all would turn that into the house that y'all keep them in to try to, like... It's also the house that Keisha went to when she got abducted. Come right? on, not nah. Allegedly. No, nah, that was the house she was headed to, to go see her boyfriend. We never figured that she out. She never made that over there. And her um, boyfriend was one of their ringleaders. Facts. Uh, speaking of Keisha, did her and Emmett not think that this Tiffany thing would be an issue? Cause why did they both look shocked when Tiffany called? Did they do it? No. Nah. Why they? They just fell asleep on the couch together. I think they're avoiding like other than that kiss from the Christmas episode. I feel like they're avoiding each other or like they real feelings. All that. Why'd you tell her? Tell her what? Fam, I'm gonna just randomly say, oh yeah. By the way, Keisha <laughs> slept over. She brought a little. Ronnie over here so she could write her paper. That's not even like a bad thing to tell her, A. But B, why would I tell her that? If I was getting you out of answer the FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany would have been like <laughs> from your old house. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> is that my couch? <laughs> like, yo, oh, yeah. um, here's the thing though. Because technically Keisha like, why well, hit it first? If I'm Emmett, if I'm Emmett. I get it from Keisha perspective because you started developing this friendship and all that. I get why this might be weird for you. If I'm Emmett, 
I used to have already had sex with her. I no no fuck. I don't care. Lokeisha is a brand new woman who I never had sex. I with. I was having sex with her while I was having sex with you, fam. If I'm Emmett, I don't give a fuck what Tiffany think about this, nigga. Facts. You you took my child and moved in with Iman Shumpert, and then told that nigga that he was giving you bad Christmas gifts because he hit the Chanel store. Is my, oh. and you got him a, a stuffed sheep. Is yo, dog, somebody need to set Tiffany on fire, bro. Like who from sixty third left? Where Bakari at? Where my nigga at? He seemed like the only nigga that'd slide on Tiffany, dog. And I needed to happen. Cause I'm tired of her, bro. She hitting Emmett. Oh, I just want to see my son for you. Drop him off at daycare. How about you take care of him, nigga? Huh? Think about that. Come raising. You over there living with a nigga who got bread, nigga? I'm over here struggling. That's why me and Keisha together. We trying to fucking co-parent, nigga. How I got a co-parent with my ex? Ex and her kid from a fucking abduction because my damn ex wife won't help me cope. <laughs> that shit is wild, dog. Keisha's shout out to Keisha and Emmett. I want them to just go ahead and just lean into it, just go together. Y'all always made sense anyway. I wish y'all would have did this well before fucking uh Tiffany and Emmett decided to make it official. Why you living in a dorm? Come on, man. You could have came moved in with me. Who paying for this? You got a scholarship? She got a scholarship. She don't run track no more. Like, what? Ha- well, how'd you go to school? How you get a door? When did she graduate? When is the beginning of the semester? <laughs> this nigga's moving in in the it's winter. It's Christmas. Yeah. In Hollis, Queens. <laughs> like, it's Christmas. Keisha in the dorm cooking collard greens. New Year's ain't even came yet. No. Uh, like, it's it got to be two days after Christmas. Because like usually probably in February, fucking with the shots, they already jump. Usually it's like it's like Christmas, then you have a New Year's episode. Facts. Where New Year's at? Hey man, um, and like maybe it's January and she going they going back to school. That's a new semester, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's it. Maybe it is January, dog. Um, and then she had a. To, no, she, she moved in the dorm before it was snow on the ground. Bef- before the Christmas episode. Yeah. I think like an episode or two. Yeah, when her and I and Tiffany was at the party and shit. She was in school. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm just really... When Tiffany try to act like she give a fuck about Emmett, it's going to piss me off. And I'm already prepared to be pissed off in the future. Um, Darnell and Jada. Jada telling that nigga Darnell, yo... I think we need to stop having sex till you take me on a real date. Blah, blah, blah. First of all, we got a kid together. Second of all, you just broke up with your young nigga who was trying to take you on mad dates to go with me, who ain't took you on a date in 30 years. Hmm. Jada, what you want from me, dog? What is a date? Just us spending time with each other. Yo, the shit Darnell threw out there didn't sound that fucking bad. Snap it up. Snap it up. That's a haiku. <laughs> 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 yo, yo, Darnell yo, threw this shit out there. Whoever made up a haiku was full of shit. Was slacking like was a full of fucking shit. <laughs> that nigga, nigga say, yo, that's like the short, you know, everybody when they like you got tell me a Bible verse. Everybody goes to that the shortest verse ever. <laughs> Jesus, Web. Jesus, Web, <laughs> nigga, come on. Yeah. Um, that nigga Darnell is raining. Said, "Let me make you a breakfast sandwich, and let's fucking watch murder mysteries." And I didn't understand why she wasn't with the smoke, nigga. Hey, yo, binging a, a TV show with 
with a breakfast sandwich with a loved one and and uh, sex fam if you give me a breakfast sandwich my girl and murder mysteries nigga so let's just say come this. on bro like i do a whole pod about television shows and movies right so if i be like yo we should stay in and watch a movie I probably like movies <laughs> Like I mean But I, I do feel like That's kind of unfair Right Like when Darnell say Here's the thing Alright you want to go on a date Like But to your point What is a date Nigga Cause to me I'm Darnell We land in the bed I want to make you A fucking egg sandwich And watch some shit That's a date to me Nigga We don't have to do But if you wanted to do All the other shit You was with a nigga Who was trying to do it Don't change me Cause now we at the restaurant And I'm ordering you The fucking most expensive Bottle of champagne Or red wine Whatever he ordered her And I don't necessarily know If I gotta like that nigga. Cause Darnell Where you get this money from Nigga Darnell where you work at Come on now Darnell what happened To your 14 kids Nigga Cause there were literally six kids standing there when Emmett moved in, and now it's never a kid in your home. You used to have them all on the same. And page. you had mad sister wives, nigga. Where they all go? Nobody got a problem with Jada just popping back up and being a woman in your life. How old is Darnell? Come on, man. These niggas is good in forty something. He look way older than how he. I well, he act older than how he probably is, nigga. Cause he act fifty something, nigga. So they got to be forty, minimum. Minimum because Emmett like 21 mm-hmm. On the show Well I mean who knows how old Emmett is Because it's been so long on the show But like when the show started He was like one year removed from high school Yeah So he was like 19 Right And didn't she have him like really young Yeah Like 18, 19 or some shit Yep uh, I, I just I don't get Don't date me and we like a throwback couple, but then you trying to like make it on some new shit. Like you was dating Sway. Sway was trying to do all the shit. You talking about? Oh, I chose you. Yo, fuck. He gave you all that shit that you was literally everything you asking me to do. Yo, nigga was doing, and you chose me. But she want to do him. So I thought you chose me so we could fucking watch TV. <laughs> Cause your nigga was trying to spend the day together and do all this with family. Nigga, I pulled you. With a dick pic <laughs> Don't <laughs> With a With a, a mistletoe I told I gave you a meme To come suck my dick And now we together And now you talking about We should go on But anywho I'm, I'm making jokes Right Yeah The reason I did enjoy this Is because This season I feel like They've been giving people Redeeming qualities Yeah You know what I'm saying Yeah like Everybody Except uh, the mama But like He got his shit together He went Got him sued. Got he did everything that you want him to. You would want him to do. And yeah. while I was waiting for the shoe to drop, last couple episodes, I'm thinking like, yo, I don't think shoes is dropping. No, because everybody is just playing out. Yeah. So I enjoyed it because I mean, on some real shit. Like if that's like the quote unquote love of your life, he told uh her young dude that suede. Yeah. No, nah, he so, put it out there. Like if that's it, I'm not mad at Darnell. I just want Jada to like. Understand who Darnell is, dog. That's you can't change. You can't change a, a player's game in the ninth inning, nigga. Like Hove told you, dog. You can't do it, bro. Darnell is who he is. That nigga put the earpiece on in bed, butt ass, nigga. Like expecting a call while we watching. Too. Come on, come on, dog. So, um, yo, man, this week's episode of the Shy was it was good. I it just the Trig story again. It's just. 
they're they're foreshadowing a lot. They also leaning in one of the most unrealistic directions ever. Trig, I needed you to do one thing: fake a relationship. Did y'all run away to the the rock? No, nah, I think they just went. I don't know why he wouldn't have said, "Yo, we going to rock." It ain't like Dre and Nina don't know what the fuck is up. It ain't like your mama care at all. Dre, even when Dre text, I was like, "Oh, look at Dre being the only parent in this nigga's life." Like, come on, dog. Um, and it's like, Kevin, nigga, be smarter, dog. If we just had CPS at our damn uh, crib, like, you can't move around with her like that. And like, tell sister, us where you at it, bro. And your sister got kidnapped. But come on, man. Just you just know. move smarter. Who cutting Kevin hair? I don't like it. I don't like what they're doing with his haircut at all. It's pissing me off. Um, How you feel about Jake and Gemma being pregnant? Why did they throw that in there? I didn't need y'all to, and maybe it's coming off, uh, uh, what do we, P-Valley with Terrica being pregnant at the end of last week. Maybe it's my mind coming off no, that. Why do we need, why do we need her to be pregnant? I didn't need Gemma to be pregnant. Like if y'all want to have her rebel and not take the SAT, that's fine. So now is Jacob like, I got to make some money to take care of him. Let me go work for Duda. Like, Yo, <laughs> if this brings back Jake and drugs and 63rd, I'm all in. Cause give me a story, nigga. Cause I want to get back to the shot. Yo, what is Jake's story? This somebody on Twitter said, "Yo, I get that they said they defunded the police and took them away, but it's no crime in Chicago no more, <laughs> nigga. Like, damn. Like, you would think taking the cops all away, we needed to do was get rid of the police and the crime and was the crime stop. would stop. Like, shit. Y'all niggas slow as fuck. Come man. on, man. Um, yo, man." Solid episode. Uh, I heard nine eight eight is going is a thing across the country now. Yeah, yeah. St- uh, mental health, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I saw that. Um, I hope that people utilize it. I do. Uh, stop calling nine one one. Hit nine eight eight in your local city. Um, I think that should bring out a mental health expert uh, when you having those type of situations instead of calling the cops, man. Y'all make sure y'all do that. But Google it. Make sure it's in your area before you listen to me and dial 988 and don't shit happen. And now your loved one just there. Flatbush. Let's talk about it, man. I'm with AJ and what my dog said. Flatbush is a difficult show to talk about because it's just good every fucking week, bro. Like, it really is. They don't leave a ton to review. Like, I can give you an overview of what happened, but I can't fucking retell the jokes and this episode was good as fuck with the joke. Yo, Hassan won this I'm episode. About, oh, I'm about to say, yo, this Hassan that, won this fucking episode, bro. That's a fact. My God. That well, scene you know with his lawyer, dog. You know what? I, let me stop. When I watched it the second time, the Dan, very first scene with Dan. Hey, and Dan got off. Yo, the tie the shoes shit and oh, his banter with the young lady, I thought was excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need help tying your shoes? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been tying them for months. Uh, like, this little tiny shit. Uh, now this is one I thought I was like, yeah, this is gonna be the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, like what you think I should have? What you think I should have done? Like, I you should have used different words. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna tell somebody no, you should use different words. And salute to Dan, he uh he directed this episode. Yes, yes. Um, I noticed him and Kevin they didn't write this one. Yeah, neither one of them, but he did direct this one, dog. Yeah, this episode was great, man. It was really good. Um, Dan killed that. I also thought, yo. To that point, Kevin doing what he do with them fucking dog. When old girl said, I, I needed my kidney back, <laughs> oh. that nigga said, 
Wait, yo, kidney. <laughs> then he said, God damn. <laughs> like, nigga, I lost it, bro. Like, they be dropping so many fucking subtle gems throughout this episode, man. Um, Yo, as much as I think Hassan killed, as much as I think Dan and Kevin killed, I'm going to tell you what, dog. Hassan Mans that he sell work with is yeah. a scene stealer, dog. That nigga don't say shit I, I don't laugh at, bro. Hey, yo, I thought Uncle's uh, or Step Pops was uh, was good in this episode. He he did his thing, dog. He wasn't, because I felt like a couple episodes this season, they kind of had him ODing a little bit. Yeah. Um. No, this episode, I think that nigga, he was perfect. Yeah. He was perfect. He, uh, yo, when he said. He, why you think he, he picked up on old girl so quick? Oh, uh, from the NA shit? Yeah. Cause like mm. he 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 seemed like he sniffed that shit. He out sniffed it out. Yeah, probably cause he know Dan don't get no pussy. Yeah, could be. He probably he probably know like but he like, right. like no, nah, but where you know her from though? Yeah, if when she far because once like, he said but you a she, cop. Cause like why why else would you be here for? <laughs> cause you here for Dan? <laughs> like that's fucked. Yeah, like no, you got to be the police, dog. And then when she said no, I'm not a cop. It's like all right. He like no, where you know her from? Now we got to figure this out. I'm thinking yeah. like because he a. And I use this term lightly, uh, like yeah. a drug counselor or some yeah. shit. Like, did he just notice? Like, oh yeah, she's a drug addict, <laughs> fam. Or maybe he thinking like, yo, you shouldn't be around her because she is. Or like, I don't know what it was, but I just thought it. <laughs> I just thought it was not strange. Yeah, but like I just he, picked he up, picked up he on her picked real up quick, on it really, really quickly, fam. When Hassan said, "Yo, what happened? To all that black power <laughs> shit you used to be on?" That nigga said, "That went out the window when I married that white woman." <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, dog. Dog, like they kill this shit every week. That nigga Hassan say when the lawyer was like, "Yo, you subject to random alcohol and drug tests." That nigga said both. <laughs> like when he gave him the cigarettes. Hey, you know what I've been thinking, dog? Was that? Yeah, why Hassan in trouble, fam? A nigga, you woke up and it was a strange man in your house. I'm shooting that nigga too. Yo, I didn't tell he you to open the door. In. You on my property. And whether the door was open or not, you wasn't coming to the service. The door was unlocked and cracked. That don't mean walk in my house. You wasn't servicing a warrant. You a, you a police officer. You a, you a law enforcement officer. You can't just walk inside of a home unless you hear man. is something going on. Do you hear somebody in distress? If I wake up and there's a strange man in my fucking house, I'm going to shoot your dumb ass too. And I, I don't know why I thought the nigga was dead. He did just get shot in the leg. Yeah. Because it like went off after that. Like he dropped and then it just like went off. I don't know why. I figured, like yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, get, help me. Fuck you doing here? Help me. Kev, like Kev was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck yo, here. I ain't even realized. Kev did it me. I didn't, I'm out. This facts, bitch. Yeah, you dipping for I'm sure. The fuck on. I didn't realize. I mean, I I know Kev just came back to New York a couple episodes ago, but I guess I I hadn't thought like, oh shit. He ducking this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't necessarily want to see this nigga. And uh, it wasn't until this episode that I was like, when Hassan was on some like, yeah, and that nigga Kevin ain't hit me back yet. I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot. He ain't trying to fuck with this nigga at all, dog. Fuck we got to talk about, nigga. Shit, nothing. You better be good that I ain't said shit. I ain't told on you. I ain't said, like, I don't want to talk to you, nigga. Let's talk. uh, More importantly, I feel like you done lost your juice, so I'm not even scared of you. Well, here's the thing. Not lost your juice. You lost your job, nigga. You don't have no motherfucking. How, nigga, how, how do you just like one day we don't want to drive drugs from you no yo, more? Yo, when his man was like, <laughs> that nigga said, 
yo, they wasn't fucking with us before you went to jail. So imagine. <laughs> yo, my man said, I just don't get why we got to pay for heat and a stove. It shit he redundant. said that shit redundant. And dog. I thought about it like, <laughs> like yo. Is this two things that that nigga Hassan said? I can't even take my cold my coat off in here because you ain't got no heat. <laughs> Yo, them two niggas every scene like I'm crying, bro. Um, Hassan kind of regretting not not having no no money moves right now because he can't pay Zayna rent, and she blowing his phone up. He ain't even answering. That's fucked up. Cause Zayna, where does money you been making? <laughs> pay your rent. <laughs> Like, pay your rent for a month while I try to find a plug, nigga. Like, help me help you. I got you a crib. I've been looking out. You should have been able to stack. Pay your rent for the month. And then by next month, I should have a plug. We'll be back in action. Um, What was I about to say? What was I about to say? What was I about to say? Oh, Kevin, the fellowship. It ain't going great. So he trying to paint what he want to paint. Granted, them little pictures of the ducks was bullshit. Hey, listen. I don't know... How this is going to happen Maybe I can get in contact with somebody I want that painting With the watermelon Oh the one from the end <laughs> Yo that shit fire That was blood Yeah On the watermelon Yeah No I think Oh I think that nigga's a genius I need that fucking painting I'll pay money for it Bro I mean not that much But uh, I'll pay money It for had it. me thinking though Like when I When I rewatch this shit I'm like damn That was kind of like the creative's plight, right? Like, yo, I create what I create. I paint what I make. My art is my art. Am I a sellout if I do what niggas tell me to do? Or am I putting myself in position to get some fucking money? Like, like my nigga, it's, it's really this just this fella. No one's going to see this shit. Fam, because here's the thing. Me and you have talked quite a bit on this pod. Like, yo, HBO star Showtime call. I pot about whatever niggas want me to pot about. <laughs> Facts. I'm keeping it a buck with y'all, nigga. I promise this will be a different pod if they say, yo, we need y'all to maybe, you know, lighten up a bit on like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all gonna know exactly. Hey, listen, y'all be able to tell exactly when the bag drop. <laughs> like, what's up with Jay this week? <laughs> no, because when I come in this bitch and be like, Yo, man, Trent killed it this week. Y'all gonna know. I'm gonna be like, hey, gang. (laughs) Hey, gang. Gang. (laughs) The gang. Not the gang. The gang. Not the gay Not the gang. Yo. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. I promise you, oh, I these episodes will be so fucking different the minute anybody calls us, nigga. Like, I'm switching up on everybody, just to FYI. So I thought about it from Kevin's perspective, like, yo, I get it, you paint what you want to paint, but nigga, if you want this fellowship... <laughs> they say what, nigga, you hotel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me guess, they don't see your vision. That nigga said, no. <laughs> Kevin be disgusted with <laughs> niggas. <laughs> that nigga face be great every time, bro, but he really was like, dog... I'm trying to do my art shit, but y'all niggas want me to do some fuck shit. Yeah. (laughs)
Sellout shit uh, is like um, I say this shit. Um, in order for you to sell out, you gotta have something worth buying. Come on now, you feel me? Come on. So, now. and that's what old girl was trying to school him on, dog. Yeah. Like she like, motherfucker, I won this shit. Like, oh, let me, let me guess, you the best rapper out here, but niggas not recognizing the flow, huh? She said, uh, she said, call it selling out if you want to. I say I bought in. Cause sometimes you gotta buy in, dog. Nigga, at least to win the fellowship. Nigga, win the fellowship, you win the money. You win the fellowship and the money, you and can literally go pay whatever the fuck you want. Cause now you got money and now you don't have nobody telling you what to do no more. But if you wanna win the fellowship and the money, you gotta do what you gotta do, dog. <laughs> Them niggas said, was there something black that happened at a picnic? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Yo, does ducks mean something? Maybe we're not supposed to understand. The lady running this fucking fellowship. It's phenomenal. I want her in all the like dry comedy shows moving forward, dog. She is killing it. Um, oh boy, she was with the white dude. He was killing it, man. Yo, Flatbush, it's just good TV, dog. Oh, let's play the uh the voice note from Rob Silver, man. Wait, wait. So Kev can bake? <laughs> Not Kev. No, I mean, Dan, uh, Dan can bake now. Yeah, sound like he's throwing down. Apparently, he put that shit together in the little bullshit stove microwave situation at the bike shop. Cause they threw away the first cake. Um, they would do a Rob Bush now. All right, see what Rob thought about this week's episode of Flatbush. Kudos to Dan Perlman not only for his acting, but for his directorial debut on this episode of Flatbush Misdemeanors. The banter between him and Hassan Johnson was phenomenal. Hassan Johnson, every time he's on screen, he takes over the episode. Uh, shout out to the, to Dan's stepfather. He was, again, great. And um, I, lo- I love the scene with Kevin and the, his fellow uh, art students. My opinion, the best episode of the season. This show just gets better and better. Talk to you guys soon. Man, we always be on yeah. point with Rob, man. Yeah, because Rob, I agree with everything you just said, man. I I do think that this episode was strong across the board. Um, episode two might have been the funniest for me when he was with the Kevin teacher. back home. Yeah, yeah, that shit was retarded. Yeah, I could see, I could see that. Um, shit, that nigga say so. You just be putting your dick on the <laughs> like what, nigga? I'm honestly right now, episode one, two, and this one. Top three for me. I don't necessarily what have them in no order. Was this? this is five. five. This is episode five. So one, two, and five for me um, have been the funniest. Uh, this one was great. Um, these are like belly laughs too, man. Like I really fucking laugh when I watch this show. I think the comedy is just smart. I think they take us in a really good direction. So, so I understand that Dan got up there. And basically said he snitched on Hassan's character. What's his nigga name on the show? Uh, Drew. 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 Yep. He snitched on Drew. Is everybody going to just repeat that over and over again? Yeah. Or like, like once you tell a story, do they just keep referencing your story? Or like, he should be like straight from that, right? Yeah. 
Cause like he was He, he gave that horrible speech uh, Forget about it You know what yeah. I'm saying Hilarious by the way Yeah uh, But like <sighs> So Hassan Ended up at The NA meeting Cause as part of his bail His lawyer is basically like Yo We gonna say you was Under the influence When you shot old boy because of that, we're going to get ahead of it by putting you in the NA, doing community service, basically rehabilitating you before the state makes you. When he pops up, well, first of all, Hassan went to go see Kareem. Does Kareem not know that see, I don't Dan think, is ducking? Like, does he know not know that he shot up? Like, he don't know nothing about this? I don't this? think Kareem know none of that. Shit, Kareem just found out Dan was in NA. Yeah, but why would you send him to the same NA? Come on, man. When he people, police have been coming up here asking for him. Come on. Why would you send him with my? Come on. That just wasn't smart, especially when you just told him, "Yo, I can't lie for you and say you work here. I can't even do that. That's yeah. minimal." So, like, unless he literally don't know nothing, and it's a super coincidence. Kareem, you gotta be smarter than that. Now Hassan don't. He don't want to see Dan <laughs> at all, and Dan don't want to see Hassan. But also think this was a good scene because um. Dan, you full of shit, dog. And, like, at a certain point, Dan has to accept. Nigga, a lot of this is really on you, bro. Like, Hassan's position is one he got himself involved in. But he said, not my, you a fucking crackhead teaching my, my niece. Like, come on, dog. And it's like, yo, Dan, nigga, accept the fact. Dan ain't said one time, nigga, I'm an addict and, like, Believed it, Nick. <laughs> like Dan, don't think he had a problem. Now you in uh rehab because now it's a girl in there. Now you want to be there every week. It's like no, nigga, you got a real issue, bro. You got to get your shit together. And I think when Hassan showed up in there, he got scared because he know he been in there telling this fucking drug addict story that's been fake. This been phony. You been in there lying to them people. I thought he was telling the truth. I mean, kind of. When, when, when he told on the. Uh, but nigga, you was popping them pills way before Hassan came in your life, though. Oh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what I'm saying. Like you kind of blaming it on Hassan or on Drew, and now Drew in the fucking uh, in a meeting, and now you like, oh shit, no, nah, we gonna forget about the whole shit. Forget about it. Forget. It. It's like, nah, dog, you gotta accept what you've been on, bro. No, he's scared. He don't want Drew to know he snitched on. Him. Yeah, you've been in there telling, nigga, and it's just weird, bro. Dan is Dan is a unique character because you can really paint that this nigga's the villain. <laughs> like if you want to go there, like Dan, you ain't really been the greatest fucking dude on this show, man. Um, oh, man. yo, man, another week, another great episode of uh of Flatbush. I am curious now that we got all the characters back because we didn't get Zayna this week. Next week she probably gonna be pissed. Because the rent ain't getting paid. Something gonna happen, man. Um, gotta connect all of the storylines. Now that all the characters is officially back in New York and rocking and rolling, everybody knows everybody is back. Um, I do think that next week we'll get a Drew and Kevin reunion. They already gave us Drew and Dan back in the same scene. Now I feel like Kevin and Drew is gonna bump heads at some point. Um, and it's probably going to, whatever happens, it's probably going to throw Kevin off at the fellowship. Like now he finally getting in order and then he going to run into Drew and something's going to happen. dog. Why you take the painting home? Yeah, I didn't get that. Why wouldn't that stay there if they loved it? Yeah. I ain't understand that. And just for Kareem to be like, nigga, I don't want that shit in here. That shit in the bathroom. Yo, Kareem say, <laughs> that nigga say, I'm only a, uh, 
See, I only fuck with black people sometimes, like like, like Nike. Nike. <laughs> See, I fuck with them when it's convenient, like Nike. Yo, man, another week they killed it. Episode five of Flatbush. Salute every week. I feel like we get a new person that hits us up and says, "Yo, I cut on Flatbush because of y'all." Yeah, and I binged the whole first season in a day. I'm on easy season watch. two, right? Fam, it's an easy watch and it's great television. If you're not watching Flatbush misdemeanors, you are really not fucking watching the funniest show on TV right now. And I need y'all to know that, bro. Flatbush Cam, is killing it. Is Cam sleeping on the couch. Fam, they never addressed if he got off that couch because he ain't get a room. They ain't had no dorm available for my niggas. So, uh, why he won't go live with Dan? I'm not living with Dan. Yeah, it's probably a wrap after last year. I'll probably live with old girl. So if if she live here, I'm living here too. <laughs> Shit, I'm trying. Yo, that nigga said I love you. <laughs> what? <laughs> you ever met somebody that you was so starstruck by like that? That not did you say um, you love them, but like, uh, I have I've met a lot of people that I admire. I've I have not been that. I don't have been. I haven't been. I didn't yet. say anything, but I think it was because I really ain't know what to say. Um, Nia Long mm. at the uh, Birmingham Palladium. Yeah, I probably just told her I love her back in like this might have been like two thousand five, six, somewhere in there. Um, I didn't even know how to say anything to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and she was with her kid, so I just kept saying like, "No disrespect." And it was like, "Nigga, you aren't even talking to her. <laughs> like, who are you not disrespecting?" Like, I was just like, "Hey, hey, it's just, no, no disrespect." And it was like I wasn't making sense. I was incoherent <laughs> as fuck. Um, <laughs> nigga, we was there to see uh, <laughs> to see what was Fifty Cent movie about him getting shot. Fifty Cent. Die trying. Oh. Get rich or die trying. That's literally what we was there to see. And she was there with her oldest son. And I was like, why are you in Detroit? I had so many questions. Like, <laughs> No disrespect, but yeah, why are you here? <laughs> like, you at the Birmingham Palladium to see Get Rich or Die Trying at like the 9 o'clock show? She probably was shooting a movie here. She could have been. Because um, back in that time, it was people used to shoot movies here. Yeah. There was like 50% off taxes. I just shit. didn't know what to say. Um, Everything that's going good in Atlanta. Yeah. For the movies and shit. Yeah. Was here in Michigan. But I our seen dumbass uh, governor gave it all up. Facts. And Tyler Perry happened. <laughs> I seen Tracy Ellis Ross, uh, like the top of her head and her fro, because she was in the backseat of uh, this one. She was dating Akon brother Boo. She was in the backseat of the ghost while he was getting his hair cut. Me and him went to the same barber. And when I left out the shop, I saw her in the backseat and I stared so hard. She rolled the window all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> that that to do. <laughs> that want to do. <laughs> That's a real story, man. My, yep. my, my times in Atlanta was kind of wild. That want to do. She literally rolled the rest <laughs> of the window up. She probably still talking about this <laughs> shit. Yeah, we yeah, that one time that ass ass scene. <laughs> came out the barbershop when I was in there with Boo, dog. She probably tweeted about you. Fam, she probably did. And if she did, somebody find that tweet so I could print it and put it on a hat like them Kanye tweets, man. Hey, man, let us know what y'all watching. Um, remember the rules to the game at the beginning of the pod because we looking out for them voice notes and I'm gonna connect with the winner immediately. Um, I feel like I want to be biased and say like a few of y'all can't win. <laughs> like I feel like regulars shouldn't be able to win. Dog. I kind of feel that way too. Yeah. Um. Yo, but 
Whatever, just participate in the game. I'm going to grab you all some movie tickets to see Nope this weekend. Me and Jay probably going to find some time to go see that shit two or three different times this week. Uh, we'll get you all a review next week once we've seen it enough to understand what the fuck is going on in the mind of Jordan Peele. In the meantime, follow us, This Week in Culture, across all the socials. Hit us up, thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Um, yo, man, Flatbush Misdemeanors, The Shy, Episodes 5 and 6. Check them out. Check out the pod. Let us know what y'all thought about this episode. Let us know what y'all thought about the shows. Till next week, episode 249, This Week in Culture. We out. Not the game. Man.